Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons and Dragons. And you are watching Dice and Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with. I'm David Wong. I play Nines at the Baxi, who refuses to go in with this episode if you have a dog. <coughs> I'm Nicole Bates. I play the Changeling Druid, who's just turned into a dog. I'm Greg. I'm playing Olset Ralph, a furbog fighter. Um, I don't have a dog, and I'm not a dog. I feel left out. You old dog. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. And this is my pet, Sophia. She's uh, decided to join us and Wait. make her presence very known. <laughs> With her face off camera. There we there go. There we go. Yeah. Say hi, Sophie. Hi. Yeah. This is not going to be a problem at all, and I'm sure the mic is picking up my voice just perfectly. The, this poodle was brought to you by... Are you good, Soph? You going to be a good girl for us? Patreon.com slash Dyson Dungeons. For more Sophie-related content, maybe, in the future at some point, support us on Patreon.com slash Dyson Dungeons. Wow, that's a cool website. I, I wish I could go there. I have to prompt that one. That was odd. Anyway, uh, do that and uh, support the show. We, yeah. We need that because we need dog food. If you want my dog to eat, support the show. Oh, that's Don't worry. Us. She actually is not dependent on you funding the show for food. We, we should, just lost three sponsors. We should, we should have a, like the $1 tier or something for every $1 tier. Sophie gets a treat each month. That'd be kind of cute. You know, um, spread if, it out over the month. If some large uh, distributors like Chewy or PetSmart or something uh -huh. want to sponsor us, we'll have the dog on the stream. Yeah, and we'll dress her up in the little adventures outfit. Yeah, she'll cosplay each episode. We'll do that. We're open. Oh. <laughs> Who else are we thanking? Uh, we well, we haven't really thanked anybody yet, have we? Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Sophie. Yeah. Thanks. But more thank importantly, you. thank you to Geekify. <laughs> For continuing to sponsor us and put up with our antics. Geekified, of course, is a tabletop role-playing store in Vinton, Iowa that takes online and in-person orders for all of your tabletop role-playing game needs. And, of course, magic. They also do Magic the Gathering. Um, I was in a lovely conversation today on Twitter with someone about Magic the Gathering. Mm -hmm. And we were both surprised that the Magic the Gathering player base and the D&D player base... They don't overlap as much as you would think. My theory is that they're both all-consuming hobbies. And so there's no time for one. Sure, there's no time for, for both. both. You can only do one or the other. Yeah, it, like, it does make sense. That's my theory. Yeah. But um, it still surprises me, especially because they're part of the same parent company, and they literally have cross-promotion in both of them of each other. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It was an interesting conversation I was having. The new uh, Baldur's Gates cards look pretty good. Yeah, they do look pretty good. And if you want to pick up some copies of the uh, new Baldur's Gate cards, you might be able to do so through geekfiediowa.com, where you can purchase everything you need to play a game of Magic, set up for a Dungeons & Dragons game, or even just find a new board game. We found several new board games through them over the years. Yeah, really so, good ones. Thank you to Geekified for continuing to support us. And 
Thank you for everyone who goes over to geekifiediowa.com and picks something up because you're supporting, if not your personal local game store, a local game store. I think that's it. Oh, what? Yeah. That didn't go off the rails at all. Now what? That's odd. Let's start over. <laughs> um, My well, name's David Wong. I play Nines with the Paxi Bard. Dungeoneers, let's roll. Dice and Dungeons. Midnight Brunch remains focused on their heist, attempting to steal Samir's pick from the voice. Ulseth and Koromanth have been busy preparing a massive power interruption to the entire city, and the final pieces of the heist are all starting to come together. We rejoin our group as they wake up in the morning before the big party. Ah, did you rest well, Zoria? Yep. That's why I was yawning. Breakfast? Yes, give me a breakfast! What do you think I was waiting for? <laughs> Alright, I'll make a bunch of, um, let's go with French toast today. I mean, what? Navinian toast. <laughs> we'll make some Navinian toast today. Mm -hmm. Um, some berries to go with it. Whipped cream. Um, sausage links. What kind of sausage? Whatever comes out of that knife. Ostrich! It's <laughs> <laughs> only just raw materials. Uh, we we determined just... previously it's uncured sausage will come out. Yes. In Specifically natural, from an ostrich. In natural casing. Okay. So, so you want it... I mean, there's ostriches in your fantasy world, right? Sure, yeah. You guys haven't run into one, but yeah, why not? There's ostriches. How about terror bird sausage? Um, yeah, absolutely. You're just really uh, um, accommodating. Try all sorts of different sausages. Let's see how far we can push this. Uh, no, this will get weird quick. Human! <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Changeling? <laughs> The, the knife starts to just shake and go, oh, cracks, <laughs> cracks form in it. A little message appears. You don't want me to do that. <laughs> and Nine says, of course I do. All Why right. not? So here's what's on. None of us are human. It's not cannibalism. So what are we doing today? Is it's Coromon just staring <laughs> in like horror. <laughs> not really in horror. He's used to you guys. Is Coromon so, back? 
he is back now. Yes. Good morning. You are a Coromon. You want some Davidian waffles or toast or whatever they are? <laughs> I don't know what I'm cooking. You want to try human? <laughs> <laughs> Anything but what the cat said. <laughs> no one likes one cat dragon. No. Cat oh. dragon. As I was asking, cat dragon. <laughs> and no. probably will never have the opportunity, so never mind. No. No, go ahead. You won't interrupt me? Now we all want to hear. Yeah, right. You are a Coromon. Yes. They didn't interrupt me. This is very disturbing. It's surprising. <laughs> yes. Um, were you successful in obtaining the materials that you needed to sever the power cable? Mostly. Oh, what, yes, are, what else are we missing? We need a, an odd reagent to complete the... Explosive. An odd reagent. Yes. Oh, we only have even ones? We need tabaxi hair. Ew. How much? I'll pull out my hatchet. About a pound. You won't get a pound of hair for me. All we have to do is, like, brush down your clothes. <laughs> and our clothes. <laughs> brush down our clothes. Scrape your tongue <laughs> off. <laughs> Just... Have we come up with it yet? Just by, you know, kind of brushing our clothes, especially Nines' clothes. Okay, I turn into a long-haired tabaxi. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, there, there's like long-haired tabaxis. Shave me. Coromon, <laughs> <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Take what you need. I know it was a Joke, you all are very strange. I just wanted to see if you'd give me a pound of tabaxi hair. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> he shuffles off into the other room, just kind of looking back, like, What's you, you forgot your Navinian toast. No, I didn't. No, oh. I don't eat toast. It's Navinian toast. I don't eat Navinian toast. We have leftover croissants. I eat a paste. You too? What? I eat a paste. A nutrient paste? Sort of. Is it tasteless? Is it flavor? Yeah. Mm, not exactly. You no. want to try this stuff? What is it? Nutri- nutrient paste. paste. Who makes it? An arcane master. Probably only mildly dangerous then. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> what? Sorry. That does that. He takes a scoop of the, the paste. Mm-hmm. Better texture than mine, but no flavor at all. That's the intent. Mm-hmm. I'll stick with mine. But they that's had to not work bad. very hard to get it to not taste. We're in the wrong business. We shouldn't be adventuring. We should apparently just be making nutrients gruel. Uh-huh. It connects I have everyone. To eat nutrient paste because I have a condition where I can only tolerate very limited types of food. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Well, that's why he didn't want the human. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that's it. Cool it on the human. There are people around. <laughs> okay. We have to get this off without a hitch, and we don't need to be arrested. <laughs> Why is it crime? Yeah. Point in law where it says Chris crime. <laughs> it's like just, just a everything. wall. There's a wall outside that says crimes. Don't murder people. Don't, Don't eat people that you murder. Technically, it's not someone we know. <laughs> anyway, 
We so. have to get your bomb thing going. Yep. Right? Yes. We need Thamus, 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 Th- Thamus. Thamus. Thamus is showing up at 1030. Thamus is showing up here at 1030, and we have to give him instructions mm-hmm. on how to not blow himself up. Well, we will give him much rope to uh, serve as a trigger. The... Uh, a fuse? Yeah, we should have fuses. Uh, well, we have to ask Coramont how to light it. I'm sure he's got that all sorted. You know, it might be a fuse. It might be like a detonator that's triggered by pulling it. A little plunger. That would be cool. There could be. A, we don't know. It's up to Coramont. He'll, he'll uh, have to show us before 10.30. We need to get our disguises in order today. That's our big thing. Because we can't go in. They're probably going to be screening for magic. We have to do this carefully. Yeah. What do you have an idea of what we will be disguised to be? I mean, we have backstage passes from the Iron Kids, so I figure we'll be going in as groupies. <laughs> what? We're not groupies! I'm still not clear on the difference. I feel like we can just be fancy people! Who have backstage passes. Yes, it's generally who gets backstage passes. But we should also bring, I think, a set of like servant clothes. So to change into after we get in. Will they check our bags when we go in? Probably. Let's just buy it from servant. Okay. Yeah, we can exchange fancy clothes for servant clothes. Oh, if I'm buying clothes, I'm keeping it. <laughs> they can just walk out naked. They might. Hey, what? You a servant? Uh, yeah. I want to buy all your clothes. What? Not like the, the ones. clothes you're wearing. Not, not the ones they're wearing. I'm sure they have more than one set, right? I don't know. They're servants. Right? Maybe not. Depends. We don't know. We don't know. They might not be treated well. Maybe. We know we... they're not treated well. They might not even own their clothes. They might just be, oh. like, allowed to use them as, like, a lend-lease sort of thing. We need during... to very carefully plan what we're going to try and sneak in. Because I'm sure they're going to be checking the gates. And they probably have, like, we've seen, like, magic scanner things before, like, detect magic devices. Before, yeah, yeah. Right? You yeah. have seen those. Now, what is it we will be able to bring in? We we need, Coromont and I need to be able to carry the tools to bypass the security link. We will have to well, have... you'll need your fervent tools. We need the mm-hmm. cube, the fervent cube in mm-hmm. the cage. Mm-hmm. How big is that? The cube was like that big, right? Well, can you put it in your special holding everything uh, yeah. bag? Yeah, they'll detect the holding everything oh, bag. Oh, because it's magical. Yep, so we need to make some, figure some stuff out there, right? But I have some ideas about that. Will you tell us or are you going to keep them secret? I wanna see what the gates are like, but it's possible that all you need is to have, like, the invitation thing to get past the thing, so I might be able to sneak in as an animal with the bag of holding and all of our stuff in it. Hmm. But we have to sort of scope out the gates. Okay. And see what their security is like. Well done. Coromont and I have business to do with Thamus. Yeah. And can you do the scoping while we do that? Or... Yeah, so we can also get second breakfast. Sounds good. That's a good plan, yeah. All right. So you two figure, go with Famous, get the thing set up. 
Nines and I will probably go get breakfast breakfast, and scope out the um, gates. And if you guys are taking a long time, we might buy clothes for everyone. Okay. You can buy clothes for me. I am not very good at selecting clothes. Yeah, and I already know your measurements, so we're good. <laughs> okay. What? Yes, she can just turn into you. Yeah, I just turn into you. Execute. I know everyone's. I know. I changelings apparently intimately know every inch of everyone's body the second they see them, hmm. according to how they transform. So, it's true. I can see Soria walking into the clothes shop. Just as Soria, you know, I need fancy clothes, right? Uh huh. And then walking out after a purchase. Coming back in as Ulseth, but also creating a mustache just to add a little extra disguise. Uh-huh. Doing the same thing with nines and then giving him a goatee just so they don't think it's the same person going back. I can see you doing that. Yeah. Okay. Execute. I just imagine right. Soria just like people watching be like, heh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird birthmark. <laughs> So. Hey, sir, at- everyone is staring at that. <laughs> oh. So we are splitting the party. Good, mm-hmm. good. That's the best That's my first favorite step. thing. Who would you like to start with? We'll go with um, Ulseth and Coromanth first. That's cool. what we'll do. I can get hydrated. So. <laughs> Apparently we're making an ASMR podcast now. I go, I go into the room where Coromanth is. You who are Coromanth? You see a little f- flash, then hear a foof, and a little cloud of smoke comes up. Coromanth has his back to you at the moment. I imagine you meant to do that. Mostly, yes. I did. Ah, well, at Mostly. least it was more than half. Um, famous, whom we are paying to set off this device, will be here at 10.30, which is soon. Right, the sacrificial goat. <laughs> I did not notice he was a goat. I will have That's to look more closely you focus next on? time. <laughs> <laughs> You're not there. <laughs> when are we meeting him? Uh, he will be meeting us here at 10.30 in this a.m. still morning. And we will then need to take him to the location of uh, the severance of the cable and show Famous how to set it off. He will be doing that this evening when the fireworks go off. Excellent. Then we'll wait for him to arrive. Yes, let us wait. And while we are waiting, perhaps everybody will find out what is happening with the rest of our party. (laughs) Great segue. (laughs) Man, how did they not hire you for the local news? That was... (laughs) That was on par with the best local news I've seen. It's great. Well, I did get an offer, but I turned it down because they didn't pay as well as uh, the Company of Blades. Oh, good. <laughs> Who's not paying us at all, so that tells you something. We, I feel like we've only had, like, two jobs for them this whole time. Close, yeah. Yeah, people should be asking for us by name all the time. No, uh, three. We have three missions, I uh-huh. think. Amongst our if, many missions. If, if you count the initiation, do we count that? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. definitely. Sure, why not? So, 
So we're walking? Yeah. Hey, Zoria! Yeah? What do you think Olsef and uh, Kromov are talking about? Oh, probably uh, sacrificial goats. <laughs> That's a weird thing to talk about. Do you think they're going to kill that guy? What? The guy that we're going to pay. Do you I, think they're going to kill him? I hope not. Hmm. Want to try human? I'm No, I'm eating a churro. <laughs> Wait, where did you get the churro? <laughs> where did we get the churro? I, don't know. I assume there was a churro stand. <laughs> Can I get a knife of churro? A knife of churro? Yeah, all it does is make churros and stab people, but. <laughs> so, you have. I a don't knife actually have a churro. That produces all of the like raw ingredients that you can ever think of, including some processed things like, you know, sausage. And you go, Can I have a knife? That just that, makes churros. That just makes churros. I could have two knives, the knife of everything and the knife of churro. Two knives. <laughs> two knives. Knife. <laughs> two knife that's, that's why we call me two knife nines. Yeah. Be careful, otherwise I'll give you a churro knife. Don't throw at me at a good time. <laughs> so, um... Gate. We should go see the gate, uh, right? Can we see the gate from our brunch spot? <laughs> yeah, is there a brunch spot outside the gate? There's not exactly a brunch spot outside the gate, but there's plenty of places where you can just see the gate from. But okay. can we eat at the same time? That's the important thing. I mean, sure. Why not? <clears throat> this is a heist. In the uh, 2001 movie Ocean's Eleven, pretty sure Brad Pitt ate in every single scene. We're both Brad Pitt. So Who? Yeah, why not? You guys can just <laughs> eat What's all up? the G food. Give me the fantasy equivalent. I feel like... Brad Pitt is a fantasy name, like a pirate name. It does sound like a fake name for D&D. Yeah. My name is Bradward Pitt. Captain Brad? of the Unicorn. Yeah, it really does. Since we're talking to Bradward Pitt, <laughs> I want to know what his tragic backstory is. No, we are Bradward Pitt. We can't both be Bradward Pitt. I can literally be two of someone. I could be a you right now. No. Yeah? What's what's at the gate? So the gate has... Bradward Pitt. <laughs> the gate has um, many people buzzing around it right now. <laughs> Sorry. How did I know? There's a lot of activity. Can you turn into a bee? You sit right in. No, I fly speed. And you can see decorations being put up. The decorations are a little awkward. It says, you know, many of them say happy birthday. Remember, this is you know, birthday for Glenvy. Glenvy, or Galandra, yeah. as she is named, but doesn't like. Uh, or rather, the other way around. She doesn't like Glenvy. She prefers Galandra. So it's her birthday and her missing but as you know, quite dead brother. Brigitte. What happened to him? Oh. You. All, right. all, all, all of you happened to him. And now he's sausage. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm never making you sausage again. So they have <laughs> banners up. And they all say like, happy birthday, happy birthday. A few of them are happy birthday, Brucalian and Galandra. With Brukelian being removed in various ways. 
sometimes it's just covered up. Others, they take the banner and sort of fold it to hide the name and then pin it. But it's a little awkward and all of it's noticeable. But decorations are going up. There are a couple of guards watching the gate, simply checking everyone going in, making sure that they are delivering what they say they're delivering, basically. It doesn't look like they're being patted down or examined very closely, but everyone's got to go through the checkpoint. Why don't we just go ask the guards what security's going to be like tomorrow? <laughs> you know, that doesn't seem suspicious at all. Right? I mean, we're just curious, right? Yes, about your weaknesses. <laughs> all right, I'll start walking towards the gate. Yeah, cool, okay. let's talk to them. Sure. Who's at the gate? Um, There's a couple of guards. What do they look like? Um, both of them are women. No, they are a dwarf and a goliath. <laughs> someone make a sitcom about them? Not that I'm aware of. Hello, I'm Ortax. <laughs> in, in, in the moment. <laughs> I haven't changed yet. Yeah, okay. The Goliath looks down, dwarf looks uh, up at you. <laughs> dwarf speaks first. What do you want? Well, we are very prestigious guests. That's wealthy! Who will be coming by tomorrow. And I just wanted to know ahead of time what sort of security we should expect. I have several cosmetic magic items that I typically wear to soirees and such. And I was making sure that they would be acceptable. You can wear most magic items. Magic items that are dangerous. We will ask people to remove them. And of course, illusion magic does not function inside. Alright. And will it just be something sort of like this? Checkpoint. It will be more intense tomorrow. I see. Thank you very much. Wait, what's their names? I, I don't know. They're servants. We're fancy. What's your name? I point to uh, <laughs> uh, Goliath. Uh, my name's Sarah. What about that one? My Can name you say Sarah. What? <laughs> also Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> my name's also Sarah. Is it spelled the same way? Uh, mostly, except I use an H and she doesn't. Did you do the H by choice? Or was it to differentiate I mean, you amongst the both, Sarahs? We both have the names our parents gave us. Do you go by, do you, do you sort of go by like last names or something to avoid confusion? No, we can just tell when someone's asking for us. Oh, they pronounce the H. No. <laughs> oh. We, we don't say don't Sarah, huh? Ra? No, no Sarah. It's Sarah. Or Sarah. Or Why not? That's how it's spelled. It's Sarah. No. That's not how it works. Why not? That's how it's spelled. People just ask, hey, Sarah, and we know which one. And then you both look, yes. At that moment, someone calls out, hey, Sarah. And the Goliath looks over. What? 
Hey, did you get the guy with the forks in? Has he arrived yet? No, he hasn't come. See? We just figured it out. So no illusion magic. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. How do they do that? Magic? Are, like, the walls enchanted in some way or something like that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Have you ever seen anyone, like, try and jump the walls and explode in flames or something cool? No. Oh, okay. All right, I think we're good. Really? No, no other... Wait, what? what's your tragic backstory? Sarah? I work for the tragic backstory. <laughs> um... Blizzard... No, the other Sarah! See, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Goliath is just staring at you. <laughs> I stare back. She makes sort of a threatening throat clearing noise. Do you have a cough drop? There's something. No, I don't. I mean, no, I don't. She just begins to ignore you. Oh. All right. One thing I would like to observe, spend mm-hmm. a little time in observing, is mm-hmm. seeing if there's anything like anything passing through, like squirrels going over the wall, or anything of that nature. Animals going. Sure, there's stuff going over the walls. There's like mice running around and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, and so they don't seem impeded. Well. Yeah, but what if you tie a magical item to it? I don't know. Hey, squirrel! Oh, you have that abjuration ring. We don't know what it does. Let's just tie that to us. We already <laughs> lost it once! <laughs> True. You can lose it again if you want. Well, no. I'm happy to take it away from you. Why don't we're we? We're going to go around a corner. Let's make our way. Hold on. I need to have conversation with squirrel. Oh, no. We go away from the checkpoint. And I mean, I can't speak with animals. Of course. Sure. It's been a while since I talked to an animal. Yeah, it has been. Hey, squirrel! Yeah. You want some nuts? Yeah, I love nuts! You want to do something for us? Okay. We need you to take a magical item. Uh-huh. Give me one of your magic items. But they're all so good. Magic, magic, magic! Uh, it has to... Nuts! What is that illusion? Uh, here. Here's the sending stone that Adventuring Party gave us. Alright, take the stone. <laughs> go over the, the barrier for us and then come back. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot smaller than I envisioned into my head. <laughs> it's a very big squirrel. <laughs> It's the first prop I had in hand. <laughs> hey, he talks like me. <laughs> right, go across the barrier and come back. Okay. What's the barrier? Just go over the fence. The big wall thing. Oh. Don't say the big wall thing. Oh, big wall thingy. <laughs> Squirrel goes up. <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel does not explode. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I like the simultaneous. <laughs> this is All right, come back. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I took my nines, watch. Oh. I think you lost your, uh, sending stuff. <laughs> Did the squirrel forget to come back? Probably, I don't know. Why not a squirrel? Why don't you say, hey, free nuts. Hey, free nuts! All right, about 30 squirrels come just over the fence from trees around corners. They're they're all at your leg and then like they're crawling up. Nuts, nuts, give me nuts, where are the free nuts? Give me the nuts, guy. Do I have to roll for initiative? I wanna, can I look to see if any of them have a stone in their mouth? Yeah, sure, yeah, go ahead and make a roll. Perception, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. Guidance. Twenty-six. You see one that has a stone in its mouth. A familiar-looking stone. Yes. Say, there's there. It's there. No, there. 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 Everyone, line up if you want nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy, <laughs> actually. <laughs> They're all in the line. Is this what power feels like? <laughs> <laughs> Massage my feet. <laughs> Before you get nuts, we need that stone. They all just go running out. <laughs> Time. And then, including I the feel one like the one that has a, a stone. A moment or two later, they all come back and they all have stones now. <laughs> All right, pile all the stones up, right? Pile stones by tree. <laughs> okay. They... This tree! They all start piling stones by the tree. You need to be more specific. After they get a stone, they go and get another one and then put it by the tree. I will look These through the pile. These squirrels are so bad at taking direction. <laughs> I will look through the pile for the sending stone. Um. Uh, roll a d100. Twenty-two. You managed to find it after turning a few stones over. The pile of stones continues to grow. Well, let's go get breakfast. <laughs> yeah, we just leave. <laughs> <laughs> This won't bite us in the ass at all. Why don't you give them some nuts? <sighs> nuts! Peanuts! <laughs> Macadamia nuts! Cashew nuts. Pecan nut. Pecan! Um, um, cashews. Uh, yeah, cashews. Uh, hazelnut. <laughs> hazelnut! The comic strip peanuts! <laughs> <laughs> Is that a wrong ingredient? <laughs> All right, I think they have enough nuts now. There's a, you know, modest-sized pile of various nuts. It's like you took a large jar of mixed nuts that you buy for the holidays, and then everyone eats only the cashews, and it's all on the ground. They start eating it. Alright, all right. you all owe me one now! Seeing them eat those nuts makes me hungry for breakfast. Okay, let's go to breakfast! Alright. 
Didn't you have breakfast? No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Second breakfast. Third breakfast. Gotcha. You thought you, this is your third breakfast? We had lunch before. We had breakfast before. Yeah. We came out, had churros. <laughs> That's right. And now we're having breakfast. All right. I wonder how Elsa's doing. I wonder if their storyline is progressing. <laughs> sure. Uh, wipe over to Ulsef. Star wipe, the best wipe. Is it, is it 10.30? <laughs> it's 10.30 now. Sure, yeah. Now it can't be 10.15, and they still have to have a conversation. For 15 minutes. I we'll check do, my we'll see here. How, how long? Wait at the time. Yeah, how long? We play D&D in real time. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah. So we're just going to eat some breakfast. <laughs> it was 7.30 when you guys woke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have uh, breakfast. So we, we're had, gonna, we, we got... And, and we have to wait till tonight sometime to uh, go to the, the Grand Soiree. Yeah, we're the only d and podcast. I think it's tomorrow night. Is it, or is it tonight tonight? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. We have a whole nother day. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, okay. and you can only time jump at the end of sessions. That's the only time you can time so jump. So the session's going on for, what, eight, ten hours now? That's an average session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is Thamus here? Yeah, Thamus is here. Boo. Did he arrive early? No. Did he arrive late? No. Is he, he a wizard? Uh, yes. Mm. He, uh, he arrived precisely when he meant to. 10.30. You who are famous, <laughs> greetings and good morning. Oh. Can we start there? Ah, who yes, are you? it is time to start. <laughs> who are you? You're in charge of everything. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am. I am. I am Oseth Ralph. I am a furbog fighter. That was a great moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm Who am I now? Disguise? <clears throat> oh. Yes. And we are the group that has hired you to perform a very important task for us tomorrow night. You hired me. That's yes. right. You're the reason I'm here. I wrote on my calendar, be in the weird alley at 1030. <laughs> On one hand, Here he I seems am. kind of spacey, but on the other hand, he showed up on time. So, well, well, you then my to father be... said never be late for anything. Who, who are you responding to? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be very punctual. You seem to be very reliable. I am very punctual, as my father said. As I was saying, never be late for anything. Hmm. That's what he used to say. Did he Ask say that? What happened? You're not here. Shh. You're interrupting the narrative. Billy died of that tragic Where's explosion. Where's that stone? <laughs> well, I must come and introduce you to uh, another person who is going to accompany us to the place where you will perform your task. Oh, I'm doing something? You will be doing something very important tomorrow night. It is very good that you are punctual and reliable because okay. this is a task that would require punctuality and reliability. What what time tomorrow night? I'm writing it down. Well, you must be at the location. At the... Okay. Where's the location? We are going to take you to the location. Does it have an address? No. You will have to remember where it is based on landmarks. Oh. Go to the... I'll leave that blank. I can figure that out. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
<sighs> you guys are asking a lot. Just put a sign and there you, that you says... Want me to, to, you, want, you want me to do something? Yes, we will show you what to do when we are there. And you will do this tomorrow night. You must be on site at the place we will sh- show you at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. You may need to wait a very long time. We will provide you with snacks. <laughs> you should try our sausage. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is this, like, YMCA soccer? The kids have been going hard. Here's a Capri Sun. <laughs> the Capri Sun and the Lunchables. Capri Sun, also, they have to pierce the bottom because the damn thing at the top doesn't work. Uh-huh. And it squirts you every time you put the, <laughs> the straw in. It's true. So let us now go meet Coromans. Coromans will, will be leading us and showing us how this device will work. Okay. Maybe don't show him how it works. Where's Coromans? Coromans is inside in this room that I am to which Good. I am taking you. You do not need to make notes about it. Just follow me. We should probably not be giving him a real okay. We probably should have like gotten some interviews for candidates for this, <laughs> not just grab the first guy walking through the industrial you district. Were that, was you. that was you who did that. You said, hey, you, first guy who's walking through the thing. I come up with the first idea. You're, you two are supposed to refine it into something useful. We are. This person is reliable and functional. <laughs> I like to imagine you're having that conversation <laughs> <laughs> to yourself. It's gonna be okay. This guy's reliable and functional. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> well, Seth, you've worked with. Okay, you haven't really ever worked with anyone, but this might go. Okay, it usually goes bad. <laughs> but this time. But this guy, this guy seems reliable and punctual. So well, you... my father said, never be late for anything. Nice. So we, we walk into the room with Coromans. Does Coromans at least look up? Yeah, he looks up. You who are Coromans, I wish to introduce to you Themis. Themis is going to be the person who will um, uh, activate the device that you are constructing. Very good. Themis, here you go. Hands Themis a little box. To be some sort of wooden box. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do I do with it? We'll show you when we get to the field. Okay, everything is in the field, but the field doesn't have an address. I'm a little worried about this. <laughs> well, okay, so let's all go to the field, and while you're give, while we're give doing the field that, an address. we will give it. Yes, when we get there. <laughs> all right. One, two, three, crime drive. You head out to the field, really small clearing that has an exposed bit of the circuit on it. Mm-hmm. So, once you arrive, Corlant looks around, checking for anybody, seeing no one. All right, famous. Tomorrow, this object, and he produces this sort of half-cylinder object. It looks like a C. It's got this arch shape to it. He brought a YouTube. 
Get out. We don't need you. I quit. Sorry. Um, I guess we're ending early. It's going. Going away. <laughs> I'll bring back Sophie. Sophie, DM us. All right. I guess I'm going to have to put up with that since Sophie is incapable of speaking. Other than... Well, there goes my one-shot idea, then. So. Yes. Famous, tomorrow you're going to have this object. It's going to be placed over this bit of conduit. Oh, okay. What's, what's conduit? It's not important. Oh, jeez. It's like rope. <laughs> it's like uh, rope. Oh, okay. I really hope nothing bad happens to this guy. He's so trustworthy, just right. follows two guys into a field. Oh, no. <laughs> I just met yesterday. They did promise Capri like. <laughs> Now, tomorrow night, at what time? Well, Famous will arrive at 7 o'clock, but the activation must occur at the time that the fireworks go off. It will be difficult to know. It may be anywhere from two to five hours later. Which is why we are mean, providing a snack. There's not a time I'm supposed to do it? It's, I have to wait for it? Oh, okay. Yes. And you He's will look... five gold out of it. Look into look in the direction oh, of... It's hard. Look in the direction of the... Estate. Of the estate. And when the fireworks go off into the sky, you will activate the device. Okay. All right. Okay. I will. Let me write if, it down. Yes. When, I'm glad that our accomplice is just writing okay. down all our crimes with their names. <laughs> and what? How do I activate it? Well, inside that box that I gave you. Uh huh. There are several matches. There is a short fuse. Right here. Simply light it, and it will be only a matter of seconds till it goes off. Okay, light fuse. You who are and it will go off in a matter of Just, seconds. You who are quorum okay. may, may we speak? You are famous. Just wait here. We will be right back. Okay. <laughs> no, no, just here. don't, don't do anything for a few minutes. Don't. <laughs> he's gonna be dead when you come back because he's gonna suffocate. Okay. Coromon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come here. Yes. Yes. Could we not give him a much longer fuse? It's the longest fuse I could get. Will he have time to run away before it explodes? No. <laughs> you gonna you gonna do an insight check on that one? Coromon, it is very important that you find a longer fuse. It's impossible to get the fuses in this city. Oil-soaked rope. Hmm. And they've got all the fuses tied up in the mountains. So they take all, almost every single thing. All, the only fuses in the city are ones that they've smuggled out. Because the staying in Grotfels, they control everything. Hmm. Is it possible to detonate this with some sort of mechanical device? Like something it, that would make a spark? 
If I had a, a full week to rig something up that's dependable, sure. But do you want me to try to f- get a flint strike right at a distance? It's not exactly easy. Can you get? Can you just get some gunpowder or other explosive powder? If you think uh, fuses are hard to get, imagine how hard gunpowder is. I heard there's a group of adventurers that just used up the world supply of uh, black powder. That's in a different world. Oh. Get confused every once in a while. What do you... Is it important that he lives? Yes. I do not wish to be part of killing somebody who is not, like, attempting to murder us. Well, he might not be attempting to murder us, but how do you know he hasn't murdered other people? Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> over there, just... <laughs> you better tell him to breathe. I'm not there, so I can't tell you what to do. You are a famous. Are you not breathing? Just start breathing again. <sighs> Sorry, you what? told me not to do anything. So Just... I, I did my best to not do anything. Couldn't okay. stop the, the the heart beating though. <laughs> okay. At least so... we don't have to worry about someone snitching on us because this guy's gonna die by the end of this adventure. <laughs> so, do you understand then what you are to do tomorrow night? Yep, I'm supposed to take a match out of the box, light the f- string thing, yeah, mm-hmm. huh? yeah. and then uh, then I'm good. can I leave then? Oh, as soon as you light it, begin to run as fast as you can away from the spot. Oh, run fast as you. Do you want me to make sure that the fuse is lit? Yes, and, make okay. sure the fuse is lit as soon as Do it... Do you want me to make sure it goes off? Um, you will know like when a it... Like, fuse you, goes to things that explode. You will know if it goes off or not. I used to work in the mines. Did you? What did you do there? Worked with explosives. Did you really? <laughs> huh. Say, do you still have friends in the mining business? No. <laughs> huh. did, did you he, keep any souvenirs from the never mining has friends in the mining of mm, few uh, bits from my friends clothing ah. that they found do you happen to have any fuses <laughs> no no do you know where someone could get fuses from the mine from the foreman yeah yeah are you still friends with the foreman no. Hmm. Well, I got a little bit of the foreman with me, though. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, they they found some hair that was left. I they think it was his. Oh well, how did you expect to get fuses from the foreman if the foreman is just left over as a bit of hair? Oh well, I mean the foreman's usually the one who carries the fuses, but I don't know the foreman anymore. I haven't worked since the accident. Mm. <laughs> Please didn't find out seem, more, Old Seth. <laughs> didn't seem like all that much of an accident, if you ask me. Oh, I Seems, thought you were in charge of explosives. No, I was just in charge of setting them off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what happened? What is the tragic backstory of this this thing that happened at the mine? Well, they had the fuses right next to the explosives. Mm-hmm. Someone dropped a lot of fire on the fuse box. That burned a lot hotter then and made the fire bigger. Then the explosives went off. Ah, who dropped the fire? 
think it was one of the cooks. Which would make sense because they kept the fuses and the explosives right next to the cooking tent. Hmm. So do you think that all of the fuses were burned at that accident? Um, I mean, probably. Oh. The explosion was pretty big. I see. I was at another camp. Oh. Well, that was very lucky. Then they could not blame you for setting off the explosion. No, they didn't blame me. So was this other camp a mining camp as well? Yeah, it was uh, about a mile away. Okay, so would you be willing to take us to these mining camps? We do have some time yet this afternoon. It'll okay. take a few days. <laughs> yeah, they're like days away. You have time, Olsaf, let's do it. We know, they, we know that they are days away? Yeah, we knew the mountains were like two days away. Oh, well, I didn't know they were mountains. <laughs> just, just checking. Well, that is too far and too long. <laughs> Olsaf looks up. Uh, sees mountains in the different. <laughs> I don't know there were mountains there. <laughs> I didn't know that the, the mines were necessarily in the mountains. They could just be anywhere. They're actually, in fairness, mines all over these places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only place where there isn't mines is right next to Ironvale. Because they didn't want any instability or nasty yeah, yeah. coal debris coming out as they were mining. Right? So, are there any mines like within a two hour walk of here? Nope. Three hours? Closest one's like uh, at least a day and a half. Oh, well, that is much too far. Well, what we I usually will... usually take horseback out there. Mm-hmm. Well, what I will ask you to do then between now and tomorrow night is to search among all of your friends, um, the souvenirs in the mines, uh, places where things might have been stored to see if you could find longer fuses. Okay, so if I'm still looking for him, do you do you want me to hold off on coming back here until I find one? No, what I would like you to do is look as hard as you can and then meet us tomorrow at the weird alleyway where you met us today. Yeah. Okay. Meet sure. us there about uh, 4 p.m. And show us the fuses that you have. Okay. Sure. Okay. We will see you then tomorrow. Okay. Oh, by the way, what do you think happened to Fervent? I don't know who that is. Oh. Okay. Well, someday we will tell you his tragic backstory. (laughs) See you tomorrow evening. Uh Uh-huh. He goes running extremely fast. The opposite direction. Come on, knives. They said if you eat two dozen eggs, we get the meal for free. We shouldn't have had so many nuts before I got here. <laughs> from one the, D three. From the distance, you hear someone chiding. Oh, come on! When I was a lad, I ate four dozen <laughs> eggs. Classic. Wow. <laughs> There we go. Don't you feel better? No, I feel awful! (laughs) Were they cooked eggs? Unclear. We came in the middle of it. (laughs) Right. I'm done with this yolk. (laughs) So, clothes time? Time to get clothes? Yes, as I waddle with (laughs) raw egg just coming out of my mouth. 
as each step you take, it's sort of like a. <laughs> Are these new shoes then? <laughs> new magic shoes that go baloop? No, there's just a lot of yoke and. Albumen? Yeah. A lot of it. Well, as Zori doesn't tell you, it's, there was no challenge. She just tricked me into pay, eating yeah, two dozen the, eggs. I leave the money on the table after we head out. Because of one time I don't do an insight check. <laughs> All right. So, oh, and I definitely asked the waiter where the fanciest clothes store in town is. So we'll head there. It's uh, that way. Why do you keep following us? What do you mean? I have to work here. What's the name of the store? The which store? This one? No, the fanciest. This is called the shitty crab. Why do you have so many eggs? <laughs> Crabs have a lot of eggs. <laughs> and oh, it's be- really easy to eat two dozen of them. <laughs> oh, because we actually make most of the crab meat out of recycled chicken cuts. Well, that's not the crab meat. Yeah, it isn't. <laughs> but we tell people it is. So, what was the name of the famous clothing store? The famous clothing store? It was called the famous clothing store. Really? No, I, I don't know. It's in Navinian. I don't know how to read it. Where is it? Yeah, it's up on 7th Street. Alright, we go there. So you head to this place and you see a very fancy clothing store. It's simply titled Couture. We walk in. Confidently. Confidently am I ripped shirt. Yo, chain and, master and, and, and egg dribble. <laughs> my ripped shirt, my egg dribble, my oh, torn pants, and my big fur. bright clown shoes. And giant <laughs> bleeding club. <laughs> and as I walk in, a crowd of 30 squirrels just follow right behind me. Piling rocks. And do you go do you keep going go blue, go blue. Oh, I will I will adopt my persona yeah, for this evening for tomorrow evening as well. I'm gonna go with a um extremely classically beautiful elf. Okay. Lady. Sure. Um so you are in this boutique. There's just like single clothing items hanging on walls. May we help you? I am a very fancy person. I need the fanciest clothing you have. Nothing I have can help that. Well, do you have something that'll just make me look better? Of course. Then do it. Do what? Make me look better. No. (laughs) How can I help you? Is this the place where Glenvie got her wedding gown? Wedding, not wedding gown, sorry, birthday dress. <laughs> what do you know that we don't? <laughs> I don't know. I, I associated Mad- dress shopping with weddings. Madame Galandra shops here frequently. Do you know what she's wearing tomorrow evening? No. Really? I do not. She ordered custom. From who? One of our designers. Do they are they here? No. They are Costilian. I see. I personally thought the move was quite tacky. 
Well, there are a lot of Costarians at the event, from what I hear. I'm sure it's some diplomatic thing. I don't care. People look hideous. Well, no one from outside of Comerian should be dressing Comerians. I and my associate here are going to be attending the party tomorrow night. I am touching things, just as I'm just... <laughs> just walking around. No, there's just egg on this. Just streaks of yolk, just... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I had a, a dolly generate chickens made entirely out of crabs. Oh, so. no. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Um, that's nightmare fuel over there. Don't worry, well, I'll send it out. Oh, good. So, what I require is appropriate clothing of the highest quality for the party tonight for me and for others. I sneeze and just egg stuff flies out. <laughs> 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 I'm sure I can Manifique. make I can make it worth your while. Well, <laughs> fine. Show me what worth my while would be. I said ten platinum on the counter. Takes the platinum. I will help you. <clears throat> we have I will give them a detailed list of all the measurements of the party uh sure yeah you have that ability uh huh so they have detailed measurements uh one is a human <laughs> one is an elf like me there is obviously my tabaxi friend and then the large one is the furbolg and is the fur bong what color is hair? Dark To your gray. imagination. Dark. I'm matching the outfit dark to gray. the person. A dark gray. Very good. And Monsieur Tabaxi. Do you prefer Italian or out? Yes! Tail out. You don't want your tail in your pants? <laughs> because I just like to whip my tail out of my pants when I feel like it. <laughs> Mm-mm. It's only natural for it to be free. <laughs> tail out. Um, the human friend is so very full or sallow mm. um and, and he, he likes pink <laughs> and you do you Basalt or flower? Basalt. 
and the other elf. What the? What do they like? Fun. Purple. Oui. Une moment. He disappears into a back room. And you hear some shuffling. They're playing shuffleboard back there without us. What? <laughs> I love that sport I just heard of. <laughs> Within a few minutes, he comes back out. Yeah, your outfits. That was really quick. I'm a professional. I keep a large catalog in my back room. Huh? All right. Like a Sears catalog or what? <laughs> there are many, many designs back there. These are fairly close to what you have requested, but they were a fit. Well, all right. I think we need to do a heist in this place and see what it's really like. Yeah? Here, hold these outfits. I'll walk out, turn into a mouse, <laughs> walk back in. <laughs> I like to imagine the mouse is still walking like this. <laughs> so you walk out just out of sight of the door, green flash of light. <laughs> mouse scurries in. Underneath the door. Underneath the door. And I sneak into the back Nines is standing there really awkwardly. <laughs> Holding all these clothes, like, getting egg on them. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> right in front of the. Uh, He's already out there just holding a handkerchief. <laughs> what do I see in the background? You see a. You see a black wall. Like a pitch black wall? It's not pitch black. It's, you know. We, we have several black sound dampening things, or they're like that color. Okay. They're dark, it's a black wall. Is it a hole in a the wall of holding? Yes, it's just... I'll stick a paw on it. It's a black wall. There's no clothes back there? No clothes. It's only like two feet back. It's just a short hallway. One behind this thing, and there's it makes a... Right turn, and that's it. And that, and it's just a wall when I touched it. Hmm? Yep. That's unnerving. Let's go. Should see him? Thank you, sir. I now must follow my mouse friend. Goodbye. Au revoir. <laughs> so what did you see? Just like a black wall. It's really weird and creepy. What does that mean? Like, it's just a flat wall back there. Well, where did the clothes come from? I have no idea. Are they magic? I don't. Do I feel any magic coming off of them? No, you don't. No, I don't think so. Then where did they come from? Maybe it's a portal. Whatever, it's not our problem right now. What's next up on the agenda? Um, we have to maybe pick up some servant clothes. Just in case. Well, we can do that at the restaurant after the shift is over. Oh, you want to go back to the shitty crap? 
No, no, no. We, we could get some more eggs. No, the other one. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that one. What? Not the fusion one. <laughs> which one are you talking about? Which No, you don't know what Never mind, I want to fuse some one. <laughs> we have to go back to that one. Or we can just stop at this uh, servant's clothes shop. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Or we could probably ask Guy for it. I mean... In here? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. We... Do you have any, like, low-quality homespun servant's clothes for, like, a disguise for five people? <laughs> oh, we... It's like a costume bell. One platinum. Fine. Would've been way cheaper to just buy it from a servant. Uh-huh. But this is quicker. <laughs> He goes into the same back room. I you should follow him. him. <laughs> He's not there. I touched the wall. Solid wall. I lean against the wall. It's solid. I look at my my nines watch. <laughs> Time passes. Oh. How long you want to sit here? Nines. Until the break. Check the register. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> There's Fine, 11 I'll... platinum in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll step out from my... I'll step out, but I'll look through the curtain. Okay, he steps out of the back hall. From the corner? Mm-hmm. Here are your clothes. Ooh. Sort of like tosses. They smell awful. Of course, you asked for servant clothes. Great. Thank you. Do they look used? Yes. Do all Freshly the used. look used? No. Are the pit stains still moist? No. No. The pit stains are not still moist. Do you have, like, a magic door back there? No. <laughs> How do you get the clothes? I told you they are in my closet. But I look back there. Then you are very creepy. <laughs> But now I want to know. And you should not. Fine. I mean, hey, buddy. I would recommend you get used to the disappointment. Never. Okay. I mean, do you really not want to tell us? I truly do not want to tell you. What if I, like, did a sad face? That makes me want to not tell you even more. What if I do a happy face? That makes me want to tell you even more. I don't think it'll work on this guy. He really doesn't seem to like us. Just do it. <laughs> I don't like anybody. That's he... not true. There has to be someone you like. No. Not one person? No, there is no one. Insight check. Okay, good. That is a 16. I make the sense he's telling the truth and that he really doesn't like people. Should I head back? I basically put player cocaine down. <laughs> a, mystery a mystery that is inconsequential uh -huh. in a place that's not dangerous. Yet. Yet is unexplained 
and the NPC doesn't like you, so you want to adopt him. <laughs> what I think we should do is do a second heist, but do this heist first. And it's the heist of finding out what this guy is. I'm just talking in front of him. Oh, how much, <laughs> how much for a copy of whatever dress Galantra's wearing? I told you I did not dress her. Well, I know, but you could, you surely your catalog has something. No, it does not. I have no idea what she is wearing. Hmm. Okay. Insight check. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, 12. He really doesn't know what Galandra's going to be wearing. Maybe we should see how Ulsa's doing. Make sure he hasn't... Well, hold on. ...killed anyone. What do you think happened to Fervent? I think he wasted his life. Just in general, or...? We. Oui. How many people do you think haven't wasted their life? One. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> What's your favorite dish? My favorite dish. Seaweed. Raw? However you cook it. Seaweed? Seaweed. Mm. Yeah, seaweed's pretty good. Seaweed! <laughs> Just all over their pants. <laughs> <laughs> I should take it home and dry it and salt it. Thank you. Save one platinum. One platinum! You can keep it. <laughs> Damn it, I don't want to carry that. <laughs> we can keep it. Fine, you keep seaweed. Let's leave. All right. And then come back and spy on him. Wait, what's your name again? Damien. Are you going to the party? No. Wow, you didn't get invites? No, I did. <laughs> oh, I see. What, what are you going to do during the party then? Hmm. I should probably go home, smoke, drink a glass of wine, eat some seaweed, and then finish the bottle. Where do you live? Here. It, is this a Here is this city. a multi-story building? He, he doesn't give up any further information. He just says here. He just kind of stares at you like, maybe we should go. The, this place seems really busy. There's no one. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we're gonna pry into your personal life elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if Ulsa has blown anyone up yet. <laughs> All right, back at Ulsa and Coromanth now. <sighs> Unfortunate that he has to die, but that's the way life <laughs> Well, I think we should still make an effort to save him. Are there any general stores on the way back? General stores? Well, for things what? that sell generally things. What I am looking for is some very hefty string or twine Oh, I would say 100, 150 feet of it, and uh, something volatile-like, but uh, that would burn but not evaporate quickly, like, say, lamp oil. That should be available. All right. Uh, we'll stop by a place on the way home. 
Okay, let us do that. You head back to the warehouse, and on the way, he points out a generalish store. Is that the name of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. It's generalish store. Okay. Stuff and things. What do I see inside? I General inside. stuff, <laughs> things, some rope, twine, mm-hmm. kerosene. Is there somebody there? <laughs> Conveniently kerosene. <laughs> sure, there's someone there. Is uh, there a, is there a clothing store next to this place? No. <laughs> you who are behind the counter. Uh-huh. Yes. Ah, nice to meet you again. What? <laughs> Is he covered in egg? <laughs> no. I am here to purchase some items. Okay. Um, Is this self-service and I bring them to the counter? I'd really tell you what to do and you fetch them. Eh, uh, sure. Okay, I will tell you what I need. Oh, okay. usually the customers go get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. You will point out to me and show me where I will find these items. I am looking for uh-huh. um, string or heavy string or twine that is very absorbent. Something perhaps made out of, oh, cotton, like almost like yarn. Oh, sure. Here. Cotton or wool. I got yarn to the desk. I would like um, 200 feet of that, please. Piles on a few more. Okay. There you go. Um, also, I am looking for uh, something like lamp oil, something that burns easily, but does not evaporate quickly. Hmm. Okay. Well, like the kerosene. I got a bad. whole bunch of kerosene on that wall. Mm-hmm. You can squeeze it and get some out, I think. Squeeze the wall? Yeah, it's soaked with kerosene right now. Spill the whole thing of it. <laughs> Do you happen to have any that is still in a container? Uh, not much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is some creative railroading you have been doing for us. <laughs> Do you happen to have a container, um, perhaps a firkin? Uh, I got plenty of firkins, but they, you know, they're not going to hold a kerosene. Why not? Because they, they're, they're not like watertight. Do you have anything that will hold liquids? Yeah. What might they be? Well, the kerosene canisters should do it. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will. Please. I will take. Is there just one kerosene canister? Well, there's several. They're all open. Yeah. So I go to them and I, I lift them up and I pour all of the kerosene that's left in all of the kerosene containers into just one of them. Okay. And then I squeeze the wall. (laughs) Get the kerosene zits. And squeeze as much kerosene as I can into the container. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) Okay. Have I managed to fill the kerosene container? And ruin a wall. (laughs) Although it was mostly ruined already. I would say it was pretty well ruined. You're very lucky it didn't burn. There's some... It shouldn't be sitting next to that display yeah. of lit torches. <laughs> no, there's Did like... Did ever turn his flaming sword off? <laughs> and kerosene and some plaster in the, the mix. Yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, so I have this this full can of can, kerosene can full of kerosene that is somewhat plastered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 200 feet of yarn. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, I am looking for. Do you need some needles for the yarn? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> just, just three. Okay. One, two, three. Okay. Are we gonna buy three, get one free. You, oh, you gotta get the free one. Free? Get, the, get the fourth one. It's a trick. Add your inventory. <laughs> no, I only need three. Thank you. Um, just throw money on the table. Fine, okay. take the third All right, part gotta then. throw it out now. <laughs> <laughs> Did it land point first into something when you threw it? No, it's uh, threw it in a big old bin of thrown away needles. <laughs> How many needles are in that? Lots. <laughs> Aren't they all unused? Yeah. Also, I am looking for um, a container with a valve on it, kind of like a uh, tankard, uh, a barrel that one would use to hold um, mead. mead. Yes, mead or, or whiskey or wine. Something at least this big. Okay. So you're looking for a container red yay large with a valve on it. Basically, I'm looking for a firkin with a spigot, but I need something that won't leak. Sure. Yeah, it's there. Okay. So I'm going to ask this. Okay. Okay. The fervent crystal in the cage. Uh-huh. Okay. If they were immersed in a liquid like uh, mead or, I don't know, Chateau d'Ethanol, mm-hmm. would would they remain untouched? Would what remain untouched? The fervent crystal and the cage around it. I'm just going to sneak them in as a squirrel. No, let's see. Let's see what else happens. <laughs> what happens? He clearly doesn't remember my plan, so we'll see what he comes. I mean, what, what do you mean by untouched? Will they, will they be unaffected by the liquid? I mean, probably. Okay. You're, that's why I, I'm kind of confused because I'm wondering what you think is going to happen if you like put water on some crystals. Well, if it's salt crystal. It, they're not. They're not salt crystals. <laughs> okay. Do you have okay. anything? I will call it a balloon, but basically it is an impermeable bladder that can be expanded and contracted. Oh, sure. Yeah, go check out our impermeable bladders that can be expanded <laughs> and contracted stand. It's over on the end cap. Oh, you have floor. a whole stand of them. Uh-huh. Okay, I pick yeah. out a selection of uh, a dozen of them of various sizes <laughs> and colors. Sure. Yeah, go go ahead. Great. Okay. I'm so confused right now. This is is excellent. (laughs) Okay. So how much does all of this come to? Um. Ten platinum. How about (laughs) thirty silver? Oh no, that is much too much. Oh okay. Oh no. (laughs) I get fired again. (laughs) Oh, how about four? Four silver. Okay, I will pay you four silver. <laughs> okay, sure. It went from 30 silver to four. <laughs> it was uh, a good negotiation. <laughs> what, what is happening? Okay, so I take the stuff. What's happening is I'm not exactly sure what my players need all the supplies for, but there's not really a problem getting them, so okay, sure. You got your impermeable bladders. Mm-hmm. So I have 200 feet of yarn, kerosene, only slightly contaminated, 
Three knitting needles. Some balloons. Three knitting needles. And a barrel with a spigot. Yep, you have all this. You should put the kerosene in the thing with the valve on it. Why? Because then it could be Valvoline. No. So, I take this all out, say, I think I have a way to extend the fuse. Oh, okay, yes. go ahead. We will, we, let us find a place where I can test it. Um. Um, what do you mean test it? I just need a place where I could start a very small fire that will extinguish itself relatively quickly. That would not be a problem. Oh, sure. Let's go to the... Let's just do it in the warehouse. It'll be fine, I'm sure. Oh, yes, as long as it is... around. Is there a stone floor area? There is now, sure. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. So, are we? did we see old Seth on a shopping, on a shopping trip while we're out and about? Old Seth is so. carrying, like, a whole bunch of bags that just say things and stuff on them. He's hanging out in, like, the outskirts of the city, and we were in the city center, so... Yeah, but it's been a while. Well, All we did was like have lunch and go to a tailor. Neither of those things take a long period of time. I think we're probably just sitting in the warehouse having our takeout breakfast. That <laughs> they we got. Going to lunch and seeing a tailor only takes a long time if you're doing it right. Yeah. And we did talk to a weird magic tailor that we are going to stalk now for the rest of this adventure. <laughs> So here, Nance, I got you back at, We go back to the warehouse. Okay. Okay. So I take about oh ten feet of yarn. Sure. Yeah. I soak it in the kerosene. Okay. I lay it out on the stone floor in a okay. straight line. Sure. And light the end of it. I think I have a flint and steel. Yeah. Yeah, you can light the end of it. And does, how, does it burn well, and does the flame travel along the length of it? Um, yeah. Burns okay. It's not very strong. You think that if there's a stiff breeze, could fairly easily be snuffed out. Hmm. It's wool yarn. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't burn very... No, the yarn hot. is just a wick. It's the kerosene that should burn. Yeah. But the kerosene and the yarn, it's not letting it... It's sort of interfering with it. Mm -hmm. It absorbs a little bit and keeps a lot just sort of on the surface. So the material itself can't burn, making a light breeze a little easier to blow it out because it's not retaining the heat. I take three feet of my rope. Okay. Soak it in the kerosene. Okay. Do the same thing. This burns better. Okay. There's more kerosene in this. Much more kerosene. And the rope is burning. Mm-hmm. You try to blow it out, and you find that it's actually rather difficult. Well, we'll just let it burn. Okay. Why does it smell like burning in here? I am trying to save someone's life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got close. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I have too many eggs. <laughs> I got a lot of eggs. There wasn't even a reason for it. Is that why you smell so worse than usual? What do you mean I smell worse than... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, there's deodorant this time. 
tabaxi deodorant. Mm. Okay. Saliva. Would anyone like a knitting needle? Sure. Uh, would you like one? Did you pay for it? Yes. He only wants free ones. Oh, I threw away the free one. Why would you throw away the free one? It, it I, was free. That is why I did not take it. What? Why would you not take free things? I did not trust the knitting needle. That was free. What? Was it cursed? It, it may have been. That may be why they were attempting to give it away for free. Also, if you march down to that store and you get your free needle. No. You who are I really on. think you should do that. Would you like a As I cast needle? suggestion on all sides. Oh. <laughs> Rollo is done saying. <laughs> what are you doing and why? <laughs> you said there was a free thing. I want my free thing. That is, I think that's a 10. Um, 11. Does not beat 14. You are. Okay. The... The bard has cast Suggestion on the fighter. And given that the fighter has no reason to feel threatened by the Suggestion to go get the free knitting needle that was thrown away, uh, the fighter feels strangely compelled to do so. Does that mean I have to? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nines is very convincing. It's ex- it feels imperative to go do ah, this. I am sorry to have disappointed you, you who are nines. <laughs> I will go retrieve the free needle for you. Thank you. I'm going to get a change of heart. Yes, I do not know why. <laughs> it's it is... free stuff. Zori got free spear. Is the store yeah, still open? Yeah, it still hurts. Yeah. It's only like three in the afternoon. Oh, well. I go into the store. Oh, hi again. Hello. I am wondering if I may have that free knitting needle that came. It buy three, get one free. Oh dear. I don't know which one it is anymore. (laughs) 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 You're freaked a lot. (laughs) You can you can look through, and why don't you just uh, pick one out, and uh, um, we'll see if that might be it. Okay. They all look alike, right? No. No. <laughs> Very different. The, have you ever seen knitting needles? Yeah. They're all the ones, colors of the ones, rainbow. Do I, re- I remember the color and the length of the needle that I could have gotten for free. Make an intelligence check. I definitely remember this. <laughs> Six. You're pretty sure it's you. You are very convinced that you remember it until you try to remember it, and then you realize that you don't remember it at all. My spell essay. I take one that's the same color as Nine's eyes. Okay. Green. Yeah. And uh, is large. Okay. That and one. has runes carved into it. Okay. <laughs> I take that one. Oh, is that the free one? Yes, I do believe it is. It was in the box of free ones. Make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's the same. This is. Uh, 11. 
you do not believe that this is the same one. In fact, you're pretty sure that this isn't, <laughs> and you keep looking. I pick another one that's the same color as Nine's eyes. Roll the D100. But has, but has like a little fake gem-like head on it. Mm. Okay. Are you gonna find one that is like an we're, actual nines? We're gonna get to the break one way or the other. <laughs> Eighty. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, Seventeen. You're able to convince yourself that this one's a pretty good one and should suffice. I do believe that this one is something Nines would like since he have, seems to have been very persuasive in sending me back to get one for him. You're also 100% positive that it is not the one that was presented to you. Can I take this one? Oh, sure. Okay, thank you very much. Do you want another? We have a whole bin. Just gonna throw them out. <laughs> oh. How many are in there? Uh, a few, few thousand. Just take, the, just take the barrel yeah. back. You don't know which one nines on it. Do you, do you not re really do not want them? No, nope, we're just gonna throw them out. Can't take the barrel though. The barrel's our property. Mm -hmm. It's a trash barrel. <laughs> just buy the barrel. How much is a barrel? Oh, uh, 10 gold. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, are there any any like canvas bags hanging around in the that that can be purchased, like a very large tote bag? Uh, yes, but it has a sign that says cannot be used as tote bag. <laughs> what can it be used for? It doesn't say. It just says it cannot be used as a tote bag. Well, I don't want to tote them. I just want to carry them back. Okay. How much are they? Ten gold. <laughs> <laughs> Who does the pricing in this store? I do. <laughs> Gotta um, make up for that, you know. Three silver purchases. Big blunder I made earlier today. <laughs> Cash registers got a balance somehow. What blunder did you make? Kerosene. I sold something for 30 silver and for three silver. It was four. Did you pocket the extra one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Okay. <laughs> What happened to the other silver? Ah, oh, dang it. Uh-huh. Let's see, I've got a, uh, let's see. What kind of thing do I have here? This is um, gripping content. <laughs> I know, it's not my fault that this is going on. <laughs> it is your fault, you could have rolled better. No. You could have taken a free <laughs> needle. <laughs> okay, I take my water skin. And I, uh, I fill it with as many of the knitting needles as I can fit into I it. I love that earlier <laughs> you're presented with a purchase amount of 30 silver and you say, no, no, that's much too much. Four <laughs> silver, okay. And then you have completely ignored that. <laughs> you're just like, I gotta find something. That barrel is definitely ten gold. <laughs> Offer like a silver for a barrel. I want to carry a whole barrel. Yeah. I, will, I will pay you. Why are you interfering in my game when you're not even here? <laughs> I will pay for to you. I will pay to the store two silver, and to you two silver for a barrel for the needles. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, dang. So. 
I, I give him uh, four silver and take the sparrow o needles. Wow, never saw the trash bin before. That was pretty good. Yeah. Well done. Is there a whole section just labeled trash bins? Well, yeah. What he meant was he's never sold a trash bin that they owned before. So they sold trash bins they have stolen before. <laughs> like a full trash bin. Well, the trash bin that they use for the trash bin is really what I mean. Is there other good things in there besides knitting needles? What do you want to find? Um, we'll we'll let night find out when we get back. <clears throat> there needs to be a magic needle in there. So I take it back. Back okay. to the warehouse. Sure. Carrying it, does it like jingle and jangle and make ratchety and? Absolutely. Okay, that's really good. Yep. My ears perk up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of free needles. Eat this egg. <laughs> I, okay. It, is there is the persuasion uh, spell broken now? When you get it, all that stuff back? Yeah. Yeah. I think it breaks as soon as you get the free needle. Yeah. Oh. But well, you told him to go get the free needle and bring it back. For you. Yeah. 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 They bring it back. Yeah. You are nines. Yep. Well, spell ends when the subject finishes what they were asked to do. And you're never aware that there was a spell. You, you just thought it was very persuasive. Mm-hmm. I have brought back the needle and extras that you had requested. I said one needle! Find one. I'm just gonna I cast the carefully magic. rummage through it. There's no magic. There's no magic in the barrel? No. There's no magic in the barrel. What about the needles? <laughs> Is there any magic in the needles? <laughs> no. Well, look at that face. What do you think? Did you get a hundred? Did you roll a zero or a one? There's magic. <laughs> I, I pick up the magic thing. I'll reach my hand down and just find um, the. Yeah, I mean they're not like they're knitting needles. They're yeah. not super sharp. I'll pull out whatever's glowing. Okay, you pull out a needle. Is it just a single needle? Yep. That's magic. Yeah. What's it do? Well, this isn't a magic needle. I just liked it. You just reached in and grabbed the glowing needle <laughs> it's not because you liked to it. You. <laughs> Insight check. <laughs> Eight deception. Dirty twenty insight. I am definitely lying about it being. <laughs> You're pretty magic. sure that she's lying. Two gold. I don't know what it does yet. Doesn't matter. It's magic. I got. I got to look at it. Oh, okay, you're looking I'm at it. I'm going to ex- examine it to All try right. and determine what sort of magic is on it. Uh, we will find out what it is after the break. <laughs> Got a magic needle. This has been a real clusterfuck of an episode. I've liked it. I've been enjoying this. This is nice, been, nice, nice. This is great. It was good that we split the about, party. We got too many, two different things. It's about four in the afternoon in the game right now. So we'll be back in a minute, folks. See you soon.
Welcome back, Dungeoneers. Uh. We are returning from break. <laughs> I, I found the, the nines, like, emotive scream was bad. The non-emotive is even worse. Ah. Um, it's like Olsef enjoying a beverage. <laughs> Ah, this was tasty. <laughs> are we back yet? Yeah, we're back. Okay. Yeah. When we there left we off, uh, you guys were engaging in shenanigans. We got so needles. I have. You had needles and you had a magic knitting needle that you found? I have outfits for everyone. Oh, I, I think I'm still carrying them. Yeah, yeah. Nines is still carrying them. <laughs> oh, thank you for bringing those to us. Yes, I am great. We'll see what we got. I yeah. don't think we actually looked while we were there. No, nope. they came in garment bags, and we just paid way too much. So maybe we didn't pay enough. We'll find out. We'll he find did out. pay ten platinum for that. Yeah, yeah. They're high-end so clothes. Were they? Are They're they? like these are ridiculously high-end clothes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you went into. Like three Nordstrom racks and combined <laughs> everything. <laughs> we went all the way to pay more shoes. <laughs> so I unzip the first one. What do I see? Uh, in this one, it seems to be Koromanth's outfit. Ah, Koromanth? Yes. This is yours. How oh. pink is it? I love it. And he just goes into the. I knew he uh, liked pink. Is it? Is Remember, it you have to shave your stash. No, I don't. We already agreed you did. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I you're, don't. You're too recognizable. I don't. I think you really should shave your mustache. I don't think I should. I definitely think you should for the mission, as I cast suggestion. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I had I to. I had to add it. that bit at the end because I think he would just say no if I. Uh, all right. At this moment, um, Holwyn walks in. I don't think I do. Hmm, I'm not used to that not working. Oh, hey gang, what's up? Oh, we got our outfits. Ooh. Hey. Our hey, mom said he was gonna shave his mustache. Mm -hmm. And we have a plan still. Mm, he didn't say that. There's no way he would have said that. Why does everyone think I'm lying about that? Because you're lying about it. I think I heard you say it once, but I did not hear his answer. I unzip the next one. What did I have? Uh, this is Nine's outfit. Nine's, here you go. Describe it in great detail. So yours, it harkens back to an earlier period. It's grunge, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> Edwardian. Earlier. Pre-grunge? <laughs> there was nothing pre-grunge. <laughs> there are ruffles. Tom Jones. Lots of ruffles. You're like ruffles in the chest, ruffles in the cuff, ruffles so all like, over. Flag me. Our flag means death level ruffles. Yes, there's just tons of ruffles. Is there room for chest fluff? Oh yeah. So ruffles, chest fluff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ruffled yeah. Cuffs. There's a lot of ruffles. This has like a very Picture the you know, classic 
over-the-top sort of pirate look, but before they stole it from someone rich. That's kind of, it, it's one of those so it's outfits. Like, it has like little fake gemstones embroidered in it and like... Fake? Wow, real gemstones embroidered Well, in you, it. Paid you, play, you paid 10 platinum. You paid 10 platinum for this. The, there are real gemstones. Yeah, it's like that. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Okay. I'm gonna. Super. I actually have my tablet connected, and I can pull up a picture. You're gonna show people what this looks like. Well, well, this has nines. This is what he's gonna wear for the next ten levels. What color is it? Yeah. What's oh. the color. So the color of the undershirt, which is ruffles. So the, I assume it's exactly like that. It has a chest fluff. Front, with, with the V cut. You V cut. No crew cut for nines. Yes. Um, oh, well, that's a very, that's a very striking image. Let me pull that up. Um, <laughs> You're gonna have to. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna knit. Whoops. Let me go back. Oh, put nines in that. I, where did where did all that go? From? Okay, Look going back here. Yes, there we go. And uh, there we go. Yes, there we are. It's a very, very ruffly shirt. Very ruffles. But that's, is it white? The, the undershirt is. Yeah. The undershirt is white. Yes, the okay. undershirt is white. Now the overshirt is um, a blue. Like a sky blue? Well, like a royal rich Mm. In the blue, like a sapphire blue. Like your shirt. And very similar to my shirt, yes. And so you have the, the ruffles from the undershirt, then the, the coat that goes over it. The buttons are gold, real gold. This is a very heavy... You're going to want to keep this after we're done. And Nias is not going to take this off. It's going to look all, like shit in like four <laughs> adventures. All of the stitching... <laughs> All of the stitching on it is done in exquisite orange silk that matches your fur color perfectly. It has many tassels draped on it, just dangling off elegantly. I have a question. How do you and, get, your, and your pants. Do they have tassels too? No, the pants have no tassels to them. No. Instead, they have tightly stitched ruffling all along the seams. This ruffling is sort of a, a paisley. It offsets the other colors. And if you look carefully, there is diamond dust that has been encrusted into these ruffles. You have spent way too much money on this. What do you mean? It and looks the, nice. The tail hole? It's perfectly. It is in the perfect spot. Can I look and is, see if someone's name is written on the tag, on the collar? If someone's name is Yeah, because I feel like this person's just stealing these through a portal. There is no tag. And wow, it's so fancy. Mm -hmm. No name embroidered inside the collar, nothing. Oh, no. Nines' initials are in there. Ooh. Like his real life initials? What are your initials? Wouldn't you like to know? I just looked in the collar. 
N N and then has X I V after it. Your name is N N Z That's the nines part. What do you mean? Look, it's just on the nice fancy emblem I got. It's written like that. There's multiple ways to draw the number nine. No. What do you mean, no? <laughs> I only learned one. No, you didn't. You literally know two. <laughs> <laughs> what are what are the shoes like? Are there shoes? Not that that matters. The shoes. I feel like I have to wear them at least for this adventure. True. The shoes are some of the few shoes made for tabaxi feet. This is an uncommon thing that you've seen. It's unfortunate. Most shoes are not made for tabaxi feet, as you have bean feet. And they are structured, no are structured differently. And of course, your, your heel, your ankle, it's all aligned sort of differently. And these shoes are actually made to complement that. So you find yourself standing in your natural position, which most shoes do not accommodate. Especially when they're weird clown shoes. <laughs> no, they, they, they have been very uncomfortable to wear. These shoes... Yet I did not complain <laughs> once. <laughs> These it's a shoes step are... up from boxes. <laughs> which you also wore. Yeah. These shoes perfectly capture your feline uh, ankle, foot structure, and gait. And then give um, an elongated shape so that it maintains some of the sense of a more humanoid foot shape, but without losing a distinctive tabaxi element to it. So they are a little more narrow. And the tabaxi element. They are a little more oh. snub. <laughs> Is that your stage? And tabaxi element? <laughs> and the end of the the shoe itself, although a solid piece, has been stitched in such a way that it gives the element of having four distinct toes and claws at the front of it. This is really nice. Yeah? I will never not wear anything else. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to That was the longest description of shoes okay. I think I have ever heard. People need it. I unzip the next one. Okay. This one is Ulsaths. Oh, and what do I have? Potato sack. It's a toga. <laughs> <laughs> Potato sack toga. Oh, very nice. <laughs> it's a costume party, Ulsaths. Uh -huh. I'd rather go as a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> one of those crab chickens. You open up the bag, and it's, uh, it, it, it is the bag. <laughs> the bag. You open the bag and it just is the bag. Yeah, that's it. Uh -huh. No, Ulaseth, <clears throat> this outfit is not a type of clothing that you're necessarily familiar with. I have never seen clothes like this before. Having come from the Fervin Wilds, uh, the such uh, haute couture is not your... Mm, First instinct. This looks like hot quitter clothes. What? <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> you you are staring at the um uh, what is the six separate pieces of clothing and it makes up a full three piece suit but why it, are there six if i only need three there's pants but it's not quite what we would think of as a traditional three-piece suit. Mm. It bridges the line between a three-piece suit and a tuxedo. Well, well is, let us get a complete and thorough and detailed description of this, including the kind of fabric, its color, and feel. Your your undershirt, for mm -hmm. all of this, is a you have full-sleeve length shirt mm -hmm. that has Navinian cuffs that need a cufflink to fasten. Are there cufflinks? There are. Are they real gemstones? They are. Set in real gold? They are. Oh, very nice. We're what gonna get mugged. What, <laughs> what kind of gemstones are they? They are a pair of crossed weapons that you recognize intimately. Oh. Spears. <laughs> a a bloody club and a rapier. Isn't that a lash alarm? It's a alarm, It is. Is my crowbar on any part of my uh, my outfit? No, your club. My, no, crowbashalar. Crowbashalar? As you start feeling around for a good place to secure your club, you notice that there is a pocket on the inside the uh, jacket that seems just slightly too large for the clothing that it's stitched into. I put Crobashalar in said pocket. It slides in with ease. And it fits in perfectly. Without hey, Zoria! Anything coming oh. out. Do you notice anything different? Well, you put your crowbar in your jacket. I was watching. And you were. Why are you through? watching that? I watch all of you all the time. Ooh. What? Now. Back to Ulsa Skarmish. Yeah. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. is, is this, this undershirt is a dark shade of green. Oh, very nice. It's almost a Shira Nooni. We're tiny, we're toony, we're all to Shira Nooni. <laughs> <laughs> the, the buttons. See? Mm hmm. To close the shirt, they have um, real onyx with gold highlights surrounding mm -hmm. the edges of the button, painted on. Very nice buttons. They complement the shirt perfectly. You see that the next vestige is a pair of pants. It is you good to have pants. I'm you notice, you got a suit as you signed them on, that they are more flexible than the typical pantaloons that you wear. Hmm. That you have more range of movement, yet they never sag or slouch. They continue to fit your form, no matter how far you stretch them apart. Hmm. Are they wrinkle-free? You see no wrinkles in them. Hmm. Very nice. At the bottom of the pants, you see that the pants have been triple stitched on the cuffs and it is incredibly secure and the legs on the inside have a quadruple stitching mm. 
it's an incredibly strong hold of this fabric. And when you look on the outside, you cannot see, no matter how hard you focus, that the fabric has been stitched together in any way. It seems to be a single piece, although you know it to not be. It holds together flawlessly. It's like, and this is true, looking for the seam on a Muppet. You cannot find it. The next garment that you um, is a very dapper bow tie. Now this bow tie... Is it a clip-on? No. But as you begin to fasten it, you find that it, your hands know what to do, despite the fact that you've never done this before. I have very smart hands. Oh, so they are all magical. Maybe the, I still have to take magic The out. bow tie itself is incredibly reflective. You sense that it's it feels stiffer, a little bit more than normal cloth, as though it were made of a metal. You can't know what. Was it misrally? Possibly. Mm. You're not sure what it is. The cummerbund that goes with this is more narrow than your normal cummerbund. It does not take up as much room. As though it is meant to simply accompany, accent the rest of the piece. And it is stitched with floral pattern. But it is of flowers that you recognize and have not seen since you started your journey. They are flowers, wildflowers, native to your part of the Fervent Wilds. Oh, this is very nice. It reminds me of home. You wear this in back home? No, the flowers remind me of home because they are the same kind of flowers that I saw when I was growing up. Oh. In your continue in your, the description. Of, <laughs> continue the description of the clothing. Did you just search me? <laughs> yes, I want to. The I want to hear more about the cummerbund. The cummerbund. The cummerbund bandersnatch. <laughs> stretches and flexes with your movements, just as the rest of the clothing has done. Hmm. This yeah. is much more comfortable than a belt. The jacket as you slide it on. It is made of a shimmering black material. From some angles, it looks as though it is as black as night. From others, it looks as green as the forest canopy. This will be very confusing to people who look at it. in between, as you move, it is alluring and captivating, and also somewhat difficult to look at. It moves easily with your arms, and you find that there are several pockets on the inside. Mm, this is very handy, I can stick things in here. <laughs> Much like you stuck your corbatular. The but last smaller. piece are the mm. shoes which are not just shoes, but they are calf-high boots. They slide underneath your pants. 
and they slip on easily without any interference or difficulty. That is very unusual. Usual, bo usually boots are very difficult to get on. One must point your toes in a very uncomfortable manner until they reach the bottom. This requires no such feet. Well, well it requires his feet. Two feet. They are <laughs> soft, plush leather. Mm. It feels almost as though you are walking in a cloud. Mm. Are they embellished with precious metals? They have a very fine, light gold stitching holding the leather to the sole that gives us just the faintest hint that it may indeed be real metal, but not so much that it draws attention to the piece. This is all very elegant. I am very happy with these clothes. Thank you, Zoria. You did a fine job. You get a lot of quality for 10 platinum. <laughs> Especially these, from a weird magic guy. And <laughs> these magic, I do still have to tech magic on. Oh, this is, these are magic as shit. Yeah, I was really tempted to- I'm guessing just to... it's all like, uh, is it like just what kind of magic? Um, I think, I think gleaming falls under abjuration. Or transmutation. Forget whether it's abjuration or transmutation for gleaming. But it's that but, sort of. Oh, so they are gleaming though? They are 100% gleaming. Oh, good. But, so now I don't need to, I was gonna throw when, something on Olsef's clothes. Oh yeah, and when you <laughs> spill things on yourself. That means, they will not, yeah, will your clothes show. won't get dirty no matter how long you wear them. Hmm. I'll put that to the test. We'll stop you for being more clothes for mm -hmm. Seth. No, those I, are the six I didn't pieces. want to interrupt. Those are the six pieces of his outfit. Yeah. All right, I'll open up the next one. The next one is for Hulwin. Here you go, Hulwin. Ooh, thank you. And they dash off and go to change out of sight. Well, you get the barest glimpse of their outfit. It seems to be a mixture of both dress and suit. There are um, a mixture of clothes that you don't often see, but you can tell by what you've already witnessed. Together they will be a perfect chorus of fashion and style. The last outfit, of course. Well, before that, mm -hmm. I want to quickly glance at the sewing needle and see what sort of magic it is. While I still have to take magic up. <laughs> um, the sewing needle. It's a transmutation magic. Oh, sorry. Knitting needle. Yes, the knitting needle. It's tr though. transmutation. It's a transmutation magic. All right. Thank you. All right, now I'll open up my... Yours is um, modeled, of course, for the elf. Yep. That you went into the store with. This is... About how tall was your elf? Six one. Oh, okay, so fairly tall elf. Yep. It is a dress. All of this um, comes out in one piece, but you can tell there is something that can be detached, and it becomes quite clear that it is actually 
a very long cape. The dress itself is pitch black. It is as dark as the cardigan you're wearing now, if not even darker. All of the stitching appears to have been done with some sort of precious metal, perhaps mithril. As the seams of this dress, they catch even the faintest hint of light and turn it into a disco ball of display. You shine no matter where you go. The fringe of the dress is made with lace, and in it is a delicate embroidery of every type of flower you've ever summoned with your staff. All woven together in a tapestry of wild decorative beauty. As you begin to hold the dress close, you recognize that not only is it elegant and comfortable, but that it has its own aroma, and that every one of the flowers stitched to the hem is actually producing the smell of the flower it represents. Each flower has a precious gemstone at its center. The very low cut strikes a very remarkable figure, and a high slit on the leg. This dress is designed to capture the attention of anyone who should see it. It's a bit of a scene stealer. And the long cape, which can be detached, not only detaches from clothing, you notice it has a trick to it. As you throw it off, it sucks itself into a very small space on the back of the dress that becomes invisible once it's complete. So the cape can be retracted on command. The cape itself is not dark as night. It is quite the opposite. It is made of elegant, bright yellow, golden colors, flowing and shining like the sun. The sun itself is stitched at the bottom, and it is made of what looks to be copper, made into an elegant, almost mosaic pattern to illustrate the rising orb. On the underside of the cape, you notice that it is adorned with the opposite of the top side. The moon and the stars fill out in accurate constellations, but as you move, they change. And small diamonds stitched to the underside of the cape shift themselves around and reform as they reflect what the sky above them is. That's your outfit. So we are trying to be 
inconspicuous in this <laughs> adventure, right? No, we're going to a fancy party. Inconspicuous is being really conspicuous. I don't think any of us has ever been to a fancy party before. We went to... We hung out with Soloth in his office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what we should probably... <laughs> So you who are Zoria, yeah. having gotten us all these fancy clothes, uh-huh. are we going to go in as ourselves or are we going to go in oh, as no. others? We need, we need, um, um, aliases? When you turn into someone else entirely, what's it called? Changeling! Yeah, we all need to be changelings. <laughs> aliases. Wait, I thought we were already different characters. I'm Fred, the furball yeah, fighter. That's not going to fly at a fancy party. I have to throw Fred out? No, just keep him for later. What's the, for what later? Next time you need to be a furball fighter. All right, so. So, how will we do this? Uh, we need to have names. Uh-huh. Fancy names? Yeah. So this elf character mm-hmm. is Charlina Charlina. Are they both spelled the same? No, of course not. <laughs> yes, they are spelled the same. Charlina Charlina. Yes. Eris. We must try to remember each other's uh, cover story. Eris <clears throat> to what? Money. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of it. Eris <laughs> to the money empire. <laughs> I am Charlene Charlene. I have inherited Aris money. <laughs> to money. <laughs> You know, you know, in the Nivinian Empire, where they make croissants. My family wants that. Do we ever determine the names of the characters in a Tabaxi tale? No, because it was an no. ancient dwarven. I think no. you're gonna. Can you use one of your scrolls to find? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Olsteth. What's your cover name? So you're heiress to the Navidian Croissant Fortune. <laughs> the Navidian Croissant Fortune. Big money in croissants. You are Charlina Croissant. No, I'm Charlina Charlina. Charlina Charlina Char- Charlina Charlina. Charlina Charlina. Heiress Croissant. You, you don't want to be De Croissant? Of the De Croissant, croissant might be my family's name. Yes, you are Charlene But I am trying to brand myself. Oh, you're an influencer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you not get that? <laughs> I'm, I'm catching up. Okay. You can't be an influencer. The gems on your clothes are real. <laughs> I'm borrowing them. <laughs> Does it say tax the rich on the back? <laughs> Ah, I have a very difficult time coming up with these alias things. I could be Robert. I could be... From, uh, the back. Is it spelled with an A? Why does everyone keep asking that? Two. Oh, okay. Just like my friend. You have a friend named Robert? Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Yeah. So... Where are the A's? Where are the A's in his name? Don't know. R O A B E A R. Ah, mine is the same except it has a T at the end, but the T is silent. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Do I need to have a backstory? I need to have a backstory. It's your cover. You guys are going to need to know this. I don't need to know your cover stories. So, you guys need to know your cover stories. Yeah. Where's your Where's your money from? <clears throat> my money is from mining. Where? In your the, own business. In the Fervent Wilds? Well, yes, most people do not realize that there is very precious stuff in the Fervent Wilds. Like what? What do you mine? I don't mind at all. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> What do I mine? I mine, um, well, there, adamantine. There is some adamantine, actually, quite a lot of adamantine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it comes from the hills in the far north. Adamantine comes with with some some bits of mitzril as well. It is, it is like if you are familiar with mining copper. Sometimes when you mine copper, you also get with it nickel and little bits of silver. So I mine the adamantine and the mithril is like the silver. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the nickel would be just like gold. I mean, uh, it is just gold, but. Who cares, right? Yeah. Um, and then there are traces of platinum as well. Uh, many of these metal minerals, uh, metals are, are together in the ore. So it is mostly adamantine, and then there is some mithril. There is a fair amount of gold, which is more or less like an impurity. I have a question. And then there is platinum. Are you doing this to make sure no one asks you questions? <laughs> Why would people not be interested? <laughs> oh, it was a very... I definitely need all of you to take good notes on what your character's aliases and like interests and the things like I, as you're coming up with these definitely take notes so Even would you me? like to know the approximate yes. percentages of each of these metals or the purity of the ore nines what's your cover well wait a second i have not finished <laughs> i know <laughs> i had to come up with a fancy name uh, i've already come up with two okay do you want me to come up with it for you can i just be this symbol <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's great. Uh, why don't you take the camera that that's sitting right there, and I, then get a shot of that symbol? How is it pronounced? It's not pronounced. You never pronounce that. Well, you can't pronounce. It's a symbol. Turn it over. Turn it upside down. <laughs> There you go. And now angle okay. it towards the camera. Yeah. That that symbol. That's your name. Which sort of looks like a. Don't don't a, even think a, about well, it. Well, I'm no. I, I want to describe this for the podcast ear watchers. Oh yes. Oh, we haven't used so, that phrase in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, like a J with. Basically, what we're looking at here is a double underlined J with some dots. Uh, imagine a J. And then above the sort of bottom curve of the J, there are two dots aligned vertically. Underneath the J, there are two lines. The top of these two lines slightly larger than the one underneath it. And then is there a dot off to the side? 
That might just be the cursor. That's just the cursor. Oh, that's just the cursor. Okay. Just if cur there was a dot off to the side, it would look like a guy with a mole on his nose. <laughs> okay, so you have a J with two dots above the curve of the J, and then two lines underneath it, the top one being slightly larger than the bottom. That's the symbol that you have. Yes, we'll post it on our social media. And so when someone asks some point. who you are, you will simply show them the symbol. <laughs> Cards or something. Yeah, you just we will out. need to remember that because we record several weeks in advance. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll need to remember that. But I think it's a good idea to post that so, on there. This would be very good if your name is a symbol and you someone asks and you must just show it to them. That I'm would just be... gonna pull it out of my pocket and just be like, yes, and then you can remain silent. That's right. This is a terrible plan. What's? Well, I can talk. I just you can't say my name. Where is your money from? We don't talk about that part. Oh, it's one of those clandestine operations. You just, you just. I mean, if you don't know that symbol, you don't want to get involved. Your business is your own and you take care of things. Oh, that's right. Okay. Someone at the party is gonna ask, so what's your business? And you're gonna go, my business is my own. And then they'll go, Hey, okay, okay, it's my job to ask questions, you know. Go on in, it's all right. No mean to offend you. And then, like, one person would be like, I know what that's from! The other, someone's gonna be like, holy shit. Don't fuck with that guy. Claremont? He's the gate guard of Bree. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he has a Costco membership. <laughs> yes. What's your cover? Oh, my cover. Um. One of you's in business, yes? Uh. I can use Entourage. The one, who, the one whose name you cannot say I'm is, your is a business of his own. That is all? You are a lackey to nines? It helps the cover if you have someone assisting you all the time. Mm. I shall pose as his assistant. Do you have a name? Not one that's worth giving out to any of the party guests. And you shouldn't refer to me as anything other than snapping your fingers to we call shall. my attention. I can treat Corm up like shit! That this is, is the best mission! That is the idea. You're stealing from the voice. You're treating Coromoth like a jerk. It will improve the believability of your cover, and no one will question my presence. Helwyn, what's your role? Um. Do you want to be my publicist? You know, I think I might actually be able to pull that one off. Sure. I'll be your publicist. What do we publish? What is your name? What is your tragic backstory? What happened to Fervin? Okay, okay. People okay. will ask you these things. You must be ready. So, um, <laughs> my backstory is that I'm her best friend from... I'm from the from, Navinian Empire. From school days. So you're from the Navinian Empire as well? Uh, no, I was traveling. My parents are diplomats and I was going to an international boarding school that had, that's like place where wealthy people, because you're wealthy, right? Oh yeah. And my parents were like diplomats, so they're pretty wealthy. 
and they had me in this school. So I was in school and I didn't really know anyone, but we bonded over you being cool. And <laughs> then we were best friends from that point on because, you know, I don't think anyone's gonna ask about that actually. I think that'll just work. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm your publicist Which and mean, I travel around with you. And you so just, most of my personality is talking about you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think that'll work. The less that I, I talk about myself in this case, I think the better. Because, uh, you know, huh, kind of got arrested getting breaking in here. Huh. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you have a name that we will use to call you? Um, how about you call me... Shirley. Shirley? Yeah. Is that with an S or a C? S. It's one of those pretty kind of generic names that you hear a lot. No one's really going to question it. Hmm. I had a friend named Shirley growing up. Hmm. She was actually Namidian, come to think of it. <laughs> And since you're, you're, you just have the one name, right? Because you're... You may just call me Robar. Got two it. A's. Robar? With two A's. Symbol guy. Charlena, <laughs> Charlena. Charlena, Charlena. Okay, good. And yeah. this one here, Koramans, is named... Yeah, got that. And I'll simply refer to you as Sir. Look at this. This is best plan. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to actually go over the plan? I don't know. I kind of want to spy on that shopkeep. What? Well, they gave us a clothes. What clothes? The, the nice ones you just bought. The servant clothes? You, you bought them from the same guy. <laughs> well, I want to spy I, on them. I also have a pile of servant clothes for everyone in my bag. Mm-hmm. That we'll switch into if needed. Well, let us go. Let us go over the plan. I think that is more important than stalking someone who sold has us sold stuff. expensive clothes. All right. Sorry, but I think it is important that we do this. As long as we finish in like ten minutes. Ten minutes. Why do you keep looking at your wrist? That's where a watch would go. Did, did the outfit come with a watch? <laughs> did what come with a watch? The outfit come with a watch. No. Uh, not even a pocket watch? What if I check the no. pocket? No, if you are that wealthy, no you do watches. not know what need to know what time it is. Oh, Coromouth has a watch. Hmm. Hmm. So I do. Is it also a nice watch? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the prophecy came true. I mean, it's not like... It's not like the joke Soria with nines, like hands moving sort of Garfield style watch. It is a very elegant watch that appears to be made of onyx and has gold fasteners for the linkages. And then the face of it has the symbol for nines, but as you describe your persona, it actually shifts to your new symbol. It's a pretty nice watch. It's a pretty nice watch. So, 
When did you buy these clothes? Some weirdo. We're gonna find out! Do you wanna come stalk him with me? I mean, now, yes. This is unnerving. How did they design clothes so perfect? And Oh, they can't, they, they got it from a black wall. I don't want to know. No, we're going on adventure together! Nothing can be good. There's something that said, like, evil pact about the whole thing. I think you guys are exaggerating. So. Oh, I do have over. other questions. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yes, so I am wondering if we should modify our way of speaking. Yeah. I, for example, have a very distinct way of addressing people. Yeah. Do you think that that would give me a way of yeah, yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you should definitely change how you speak. So, instead of saying, hello, you who have a symbol that may not be pronounced, I should probably do something other than saying you who are. Yeah, you should do like, <clears throat> y'all. No. No? I will, I will, I will catch myself by going, <clears throat> Charlena, Charlena, uh, as a subtle way of attracting attention. Uh-huh. Or I will go, ahem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And should I continue to speak slowly and with a deep voice, or should I attempt to... Well, do like, real high, Elsa. Yeah. Let's see what that's like. This, uh, this life-threatening situation is definitely the time to test your range. This is my range. <laughs> <laughs> A little higher, Olseth. No. No, then I will begin to sound like uh, a goblin we once knew named Dromar. Hello! Hello. <laughs> I am not Dromar! I am Dromar! Wow, it's like I'm seeing Dromar right here! <laughs> Dromar, how'd so, you get so tall? <laughs> I will simply speak like this and I will use contractions. <laughs> you can do that? You could have done that this whole time? No. It is a huge effort to, to use is, contractions. This is character development. So, I will... I now, will. now I definitely need to know why contractions have ruined Olsef's life so much that he avoids using them. So I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh. My mother had contractions and it sucked ever since. <laughs> so does this work? Or does this sound like I am not fitting my clothes? You don't and, sound super rich. Do I, do I sound like sound, a rich sound, miner? No, be more asshole. Throw a little lisp in there. Yeah. I'll be able to do that once my teeth are taken out next year. <laughs> just, just punch people. Oh, That's what rich people do. So I will go, ahem, Charlena, Charlena. I'm speaking to you. This is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm wondering if you'd like to hear about mining in the Furban Wilds. <laughs> it is. It's really, it's really, really fun business. Um, you can find all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Yeah, I already don't want to talk to Olsa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, want to go over the plan? Oh, I want to workshop Olsa's voice more. No, you do you your need voice. To, you, do, you need to do your voice yeah. because it doesn't at all. You don't. Yeah, well, what do you think I should do? Be like silent. Do, you do should like be silent. A, like do your like symbol. an Olseth. You're supposed to be intimidating. You, who are poorer than me. Yeah, you got it. This is good. <sighs> Why am I even here? To see the Iron Kids. Oh God, those <laughs> brats. 
they always the worst. sell much money. I, I thought you had come here in order to see Sarah McGoblin. I thought that you really liked Sarah her. McGoblin is the voice of a generation. But we have backstage passes for the Iron Kids. <laughs> and that's why I'm going to see her. I don't listen to her music. <laughs> I don't listen to any music. I just want to say, yes, I touched her. No, that's what? weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can say that. You can say that all you want, but I think you should avoid doing it. <laughs> Even though it would then be a lie. <laughs> all right, we're done with that one. Too. What about no, you? Let's what keep about on. you? That's easy. I'm Charlena Charlena. And how will you sound? <clears throat> oh, my God, you guys. You two are so cute. No, I, I don't think I'm very this cute. mission. I am going forever. Bestie. Uh, yeah? Why are you not taking pictures? What's a picture? I don't know. <laughs> For my Instagram. <laughs> so, 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 Shara Lee. <clears throat> Shara Lee. Yes? Um, how are you going to talk when we were at the party? Or are you going to simply say, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Well, I'm her best friend, not like her employee. Okay. That means that she pays me less. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll probably- I'm giving you exposure. I, I, exactly. This sounds horrible. <laughs> yes, what kind of clothes are you wearing? What? <laughs> so- Yeah, are they just hiding behind a wall right now? I don't think they've changed. We haven't really changed into our clothes necessarily. The thing's not till tomorrow. Yeah, but... Yeah, they won't get the wrinkled. Two, the two of them are making sure that all the clothes fit. Can I stop talking like this now? Yeah. Oh, ha. That is good. I hope I remember tomorrow to keep that voice. Yeah. I will remember to talk about mining, though. In fact, I will probably try to study it a little bit yet tonight in case someone really becomes interested in what I am saying. No one will be interested, Olsef. Don't worry. I mean, it's good to be prepared for all occurrences, no matter how unbelievable or insane they might sound when we're talking about them. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely gonna need some gum. Oh, I have two kinds of gum. I have some pretty good gum. <laughs> In fact, I have quite a lot of pretty good gum, but I also have some mint gum. I won't need it till tomorrow. Well, actually, this fruit stripe gum, I have checked again. <laughs> um, the fruit stripe gum comes in several flavors. We'll worry about it tomorrow. I'm yeah, so worried. that's tomorrow problem. We have a plan. So I have all of these pockets inside that I, in which I can hide things. I will put gum, both kinds of gum, in one of the pockets. I will do that now so I do <laughs> not forget. Thank you. You're welcome. I wish to be prepared. Excellent. It's good. So do we all have our covers worked out? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, this is perfect plan. What's this plan? You are Charlena, Charlena. I am Robar. Coromant is Dilwyn is Shara Lee, and you are. Yes. Great. So, what's the plan? I've only been trying to get to it for like however long we've been trying to get to it. It seems like we've never had a plan before. I know this is very disturbing having a plan in such detail. Usually, it's. We will get started and then do things. Yeah. What is plan? There's our plan. All right. We're gonna start with a troubadour's folly. 
Move what? In, move into the stalking leopard. What? Follow that up with a fervent farce. What? Mm-hmm. Do a hunter's mark, quickly followed by an ambassador's wife. What, what? Do a dragon's horde and end with the Cormarian goodbye. Okay, then. What? Everyone good? Yes, let's do it. Execute. I have no idea what any of that means, but it sounds super cool. That was the goal. I named all of the steps for fun. Okay. Um, maybe you could explain what the steps actually are? Oh, okay. I'm kind of lost. Sure. All right. Let me find our map here. Okay. Well, the map right now, we have to get in first. Mm -hmm. Step one, we have to enter the grounds. We have these backstage passes. And mm-hmm. very fancy clothes. And extremely fancy clothes that should get us inside. Got and, it, got and it. And haughty and condescending now, personas. To break it down a little more detail, we're gonna send you two through first, and I'm gonna observe how they're checking people. Mm-hmm. If it looks like they're checking bags and stuff, I'm gonna turn into a squirrel, go over the wall so I can bring all of our gear in. In the, in my magic bag. And you think that that will work? Based on observation, maybe. Hmm. Well, after you are done giving us the plan, I have an alternative way of bringing things in that I will describe to you if you wish. Okay. But we're going through the plan first? Oh, yes. Okay. Once we're inside, we move into the stalking leopard, which is locating and entering the Fervin facility. Ah, yes. That is the job that Coromont and I need to do. We know it's an octagonal building located on the north side of the compound, so we're going to need to sneak, most likely. Or just walk through his party. Yes. They probably don't have most party guests going to the shed in the northern part of the compound. Why not? That's where best party is. Is that like the makeout spot? It could be. Well, probably. Well, if need be, I will pass without a trace to help us sneak there. Yeah. Um, once inside and we've secured the location, then we move into the fervent farce. And that is where you, Robert, Robar. and you, Robar, will be in charge of using this fervent crystal that will have snuck in to bypass the energy, disable the security. And hopefully, if we can pull this off, not alert anyone to what's happened. This will be all a little before seven, maybe about six o'clock. The st- because the stage show starts at seven. <clears throat> then we will move into the hunter's mark, where we're going to enter the manor properly as our personalities. Our main goal. We'll need to get eyes on Glinvy and eyes on the voice so we can identify their locations. Make yes. sure we know what's happening. And you need to be able to potentially impersonate Glinvy. That That's part of the reason we're doing this step. step. Otherwise, we would have just headed straight for the, the prize. Mm-hmm. So, we can also, at this point, maybe get some extra intel, like when are the fireworks supposed to go off? Mm-hmm. Things like that. This Will there is be our... an open bar and buffet? Mm, I want to say yes, but then I thought these are dragon families, so it's probably paid. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I thought they would spend, spare no expense. <laughs> yeah, for Our themselves. <laughs> for themselves. Um, now we move on to the ambassador's wife. This is where I have to impersonate Glenvy and let out a fart. Since I don't know what... Sorry, just... the It's just so stupid and hilarious. That's when I have to impersonate Glenvy and let out a fart. Now, like, since I don't know... Glenvy, what Glenvy is wearing, and illusion magic doesn't work, I might have to do more drastic measures to impersonate Glenvy. But we'll get to that when we get to it. We'll do, have to. do you want me to bring sneak in can of beans to help? No, I have boots. Oh, but I you don't. can bring beans if you want. I mean, all ideas are good ideas. I here. have extra pockets. I could put some beans in. <laughs> so. Going, all I know, would Olsef just put the can of beans in or empty a can of beans into your pocket? I have one other suggestion. Perhaps you do not need to become Glinvy. If you can get close to Glinvy, close enough, you can use your magic shoes. Possibly. Yeah. That's another alternative. That that will have to be played by ear a little bit. <laughs> yes, yes that's how you that. hear the fart. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. if we go to the map, we are at this stage. Where we are not I'm, showing the map. No, I know. But this is the entryway. Most likely, since it'll be about hopefully 6.30 or so, it'll be just before the show, which will be taking place here in the theater. So, Glenvy will most likely be entertaining folks in either this lounge or this salon. Mm-hmm. Trying to, you know, solidify power or whatever it is yeah. the Dragon Family's Unlikely doing. to be in the library. Hmm. Probably not. You know, everyone's probably gonna be hanging out here before the show. Ah, that is where the bar is. Yes, they will yeah. be there. So, <clears throat> once the performance starts, the performance starts at 7, most people will be in the theater, except the voice. We heard the voice doesn't like to go on until, like, right before. Right? Mm -hmm. So... It might even be a little bit late. Yeah, so that gives us time to make our way slowly, we can check out some places like Gintheon's office to make sure we're not missing anything. Also, extra loot because we can just steal stuff. Yeah, it's free loot! Yeah. Um, before heading up the stairs, which should take us here. Mm -hmm. Which is also right near Gintheon's study and bedroom, which might also have some good loot. And if we're really ambitious, Glenvy's room is over here from the looks of it. And there's this unknown room here. Ooh, let's it, go there. So we can check these out because we're going to probably have a few hours between the theater show starting and the voice going on. And we don't want to go up these stairs until we can confirm the voice has left. Because up above is a room with nothing but the VIP guest room. This whole area is the VIP suite. Oh, there is a bathroom there. That is handy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bathrooms in here. Mm -hmm. um, and here is where the ogres might be also. Mm -hmm. So you guys talked to them, right? We did, but they might not recognize us if we are and Robar. Well, did you get set up a keyword to let them know it's you? 
All right, great. I'm glad <laughs> you did that. Ah, no, no. We have a key. They said, if you have a key, then we will let you in. Oh, oh. So, so you we, have a key, not a key word. Yes, the key is the key. <clears throat> so. You do have the key, correct? One of us is carrying the key. I don't. I wasn't there. I was dealing with the voice. Did we get the key? We got, we got the, the key. key. From, we did get the key from... Uh, the guy. The yeah. guy who yeah. brought the key. So We got the key from... Um, uh, Charna. Yeah, Charna gave us the key. Yeah, Charna, Charna gave, gave us the key. Gave us the oh, key. yeah, that's true. So I do have the key because Charna would have given it to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought the ogres gave you a key for some no. reason. All right. No, they just said they, they just know that if you have a key, then we will let you in. Anyone who has a key <laughs> so, must be okay. After we've hit, our targets are Ginthian's study, Ginthian's study, in, or Ginthian's office, Ginthian's bedroom area, mm-hmm. Ginthian, maybe Glenvie's room in this secret room here. Mm-hmm. And then once the, and we'll hide around here. If needed, we can change into our servant's gear and hide in the servant's quarters right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And get good eyes on the stairs to the VIP room. And once we see the voice head down to do his show, then we know it's clear to get up there and our main goal, obviously, is to locate and steal Samirn's pick. Um, but we can also steal anything else, because, you know, it's the voice. Mm-hmm. Um, We're the good guys. And after that, we mingle down with the crowd, get near the entrance is the goal. And hopefully, right at the finale of the voices' performance, they'll shoot off the fireworks. If they don't go off, you can do something you said? Yeah, they have spells. All right, great. And then, hopefully, you worked out everything with Famous. Famous. Yes, we will have done that about 4 p.m. just before we go into... All right. Yeah, does that guy seem reliable? We haven't seen him all day. He seemed to be both reliable and punctual. Oh, where is he? Where is he right now? He is waiting for tomorrow at 4 p.m. He has nothing he, else to do but wait. Is he just like sitting at the site waiting? No. Well, where'd he go? I do not know. I did not ask. I just said be here at 4 p.m. What was the last thing you saw him doing? He went away. Karma what do you mean he question. went away? Yes. Do you have anything describing Samirn's pick? So we know what we're looking for. It's not often been seen, but the descriptions that are written down, so we'll call them the most reliable, describe a pick of ivory and gold that are somewhat longer than your typical pick. Usually a pick is rather small, but this one seems to extend up to about six inches and is double-headed, perhaps for use with different types of instruments. One has a f- very flat, broad side for the finger-tuned, plucked instruments and strummed. The other side seems to potentially be of use to other instruments that use sticks to perhaps pull strings or strum them, or even bang them. There are instruments that uh, 
require a small implement to bang on a string. Such as a dulcimer. It seems to be a multi-purpose implement. But it's said to take the shape of whatever the user needs it to be most. So even these descriptions are unreliable best. Because if the last idea is true, then we won't be sure what we're looking at. The best way to tell will be to hold it attempt to play something. Something that's perhaps ill-suited for whatever the shape is. Mm -hmm. Like a fish? I'm not sure one can play a fish. A nine-zophone? A nine-zophone? Perhaps. It's a wind instrument, though. I imagine, that's pretty ill-suited. <laughs> I imagine that as a wind instrument, it would transform itself into a mouthpiece. If it were a woodwind, I imagine it would transform itself into a reed. If it was a foot-operated instrument, would it just simply become confused, or would it become a boot? It may take the shape of a pedal. Or perhaps, depending on the foot-operated instrument, what it is, maybe another component. What if you're trying to sing? I imagine that it would turn itself into a microphone of some sort. An amplification device. Maybe a, a bullhorn, perhaps. Whatever that is, yes. I'm sure we will recognize it as something we do not recognize. What about a didgeridoo? <laughs> I imagine if that's what you are looking to play, it may take the shape of the instrument itself. This maybe is just something, the do part. This is something crafted by a living god. Can do just about anything that it wants. So, I have a question, DM rules wise. Okay, so this is like meta game. Yes, okay. I have an actual okay. a spell question. Sure. So I can learn. I can use the spell locate object, and it reads: describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction of the object's location as long as it is within a thousand feet. If the object is motion is in motion, you will know the direction of its movement. The spell can locate a specific object known to you as long as you have seen it up close for a specific object. So I haven't seen this up close, but I could say like magic pick maybe, and it would just locate the closest magic pick. Because the initial description is name an object that's just familiar to you and you'll sense the direction of the objects, but I don't know. I. I think that... It, it wants you to have actually seen it. Alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. So if I just say, like, music pick, it would locate the nearest one. Yes. And it can't object locate an object if the thickness... If there is any thickness of lead between me and it. So, I'm going to say that for the first part, looking for a specific object... Yeah, that's out, because I haven't seen yeah, that. You actually have to know the object. 
and not just have like seen like a picture of it or yep. seen a description. You have to have seen the actual object. So, but I can say locate the nearest object of a particular kind, and it says like a tool. So I could say like a instrument pick. Yes. You don't um, have any picks on you, do you? I will. To be kind, I'm being somewhat kind here in this. This this is an item, as I just described, crafted by a living god. Mm-hmm. The spell may not work as you hope it does, because this goes beyond tool, like <laughs> tool object. This is something else entirely. Right. This is um, divine power focused into material. The spell might not work quite as you hope it does with it. Alright. Um, but it's worth a shot. Yeah. Alright. You can you can try it. And uh, th- this is the sort of me being kind, me being generous. Warning here. me. Depending on how you phrase this, especially. It, it may deliver a result that you're that you're helped by, may not. So uh, you'd understand a little bit of that, but I'm I'm basically as the DM being nice and cautioning you that I don't want you to get your hopes exceedingly high on this one. That's fair. Because this is not the spell I'm probably gonna really give you like. Yes, here's the arrow that leads to the magic item. I figured I should at least ask. Yeah. Because I do have it as a spell. So I have some I have some other questions. Like sort of game rules questions well, or these kind of in like, character questions? Well, yeah, there's, they're about my character and my clothing. Sure. Okay. Am I able to wear any armor under this clothing without it being noticed? That would be quite difficult. Yeah. It would have and to probably be like a mithril shirt, sort of like Frodo style. Yeah, yeah. So the plate armor and is out. Unless the elven armor is out. Yeah, unless, and this is just sort of broadly speaking, unless the items of clothing that you're wearing are either somehow magically warped to, mm-hmm. or the armor is magically warped to not appear to have any sort of physical impact in the realm like it's a like a transmutated property of it mm-hmm. uh, not gonna happen without illusion magic which, which could accomplish it fairly easily but doesn't but work. doesn't work here um, what about weapons is it possible to like uh, at least take my offhand uh, a in in one of the in- inside pockets or is it too big and bulky? For that as well. I'm gonna give you a wink on this one. There's a reason I said that there are several pockets on the inside of it. I mean, nice is sneaking in a crowbar. And I didn't describe it quite so explicitly, but there's basically a micro pocket dimension, Mm -hmm. like Like in nine stack. Like it's a tiny little bag of holding that it's not even a bag of holding. It's just a very minor enchantment that makes the interior space of that pocket larger than the space of the outside. 
I will put on the jacket and test Alashalar first. Will it fit in? You're the... able to. You can fit both of your weapons. I in can there. fit even the flamey sword in. Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely carry my flamey sword <laughs> and my Alashalar. Okay. Okay. Um, they will, for the record, to anyone who's thinking about this, they are not a hilt. They are not quite so easy to draw mm-hmm. as drawing so your it's weapons. A full action. It, it will yeah. be a full action to get your weapons out, just to be clear ahead of just, time. Just understood. So yep. that's that. Um, you said there were several pockets, so there's another space if I wanted to put... Um, I will try to put the fervent crystal and cage in my other pocket. Is it too big? I would be keeping that on my bag. If if you do the squirrel thing, yeah. Um, you could fit it in. Yeah? You want the cage? It's... Well, it is large, but it's not so large that I won't allow a little bit of wiggle room on this one. But I could, I could definitely put tools in to use to cut the your cable. Your fervent tools. Yeah, cut the cable, because I have the toolbox. You could absolutely fit your tools in there. Yeah, so I, I'm going to need to cut a cable to length and then splice it in around, and then after it's spliced, cut the other cable. So I need mm-hmm. some, you know, crimpers. So I'm yeah. going to definitely select the tools from my fervent toolkit that I'm going to need That's totally to accomplish doable. this job. I won't try to carry the cage with the fervent crystal, though, because that that might be a little too risky. And I have another plan for that anyway, if the if the squirrel trick doesn't work. Okay. In fact, I might use the other plan anyway, because I think it's pretty cool. So now that I've had it for a while, how how many objects can I put in? Like just small objects. I figure it's kind of like a one pocket per item kind of situation. Yeah, you've got four pockets and you can basically get one uh, slightly too large item in each pocket. Does my dress have a pocket? Yes. Nice. Where I cut that clip. Where pockets should be. (laughs) Okay. If I put my bag of holding in the pocket, would it explode? Find out. No. These are not like pocket dimensions. It's an enchantment that just makes the interior space larger than the exterior. It's not like a bag so, of holding. So, so I'm not sticking a pocket dimension into nope. a pocket dimension. But th- this is more like the enchantment that's on your tent, your, okay. your yeah, survival just, cloak. It is larger on the inside than the outside. It's just mildly outside. augmenting material plane space. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, but it is not a pocket dimension like a bag of holding is. So you reach in, and it's still within the material plane. And if you, like, you know, used a magical weapon, because this is magical clothing, so you need magical weapons to damage it. If you use a magical weapon to, like, fuck up the interior, it would poke out the bottom of that space. So. So would my, does the, can I squeeze the bag of holding into it? Yeah. Okay. I think you only you only have two pockets on your dress, but they are slightly larger than the pockets in the coats. Bag of holding, sevens. You mean tens? Sevens, tens is maybe a bit large to fit in the pocket. 
Oh, there's a big sign that says no kids at the entrance of the party. <laughs> seven's tenths is about... No, seven's oh. tenths is getting bigger. Yeah. Seven's tenths is getting bigger. He's growing. Um, can well, I check the pocket you... of the dress for a diamond collar to go around seven tens as my influencer weird pet? Roll a <laughs> D100. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Definitely. His name is Ten, so that should work. <laughs> I was just thinking that I'm going to allow it. <laughs> It's Seven's Tens. <laughs> That's what I've been calling him since he was hatched. Seven's Tens. Diamond Collar, does it have a little name tag on it? It needs to have a little pendant kind of thing. Yes. We can get has a little heart. It's gold. With rubies? Yeah, with rubies. Was this just included with our uh, clothes order? Yeah, yeah. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely need a spy on this What's the name tag say, though? Seven's. Good. I look at it. What does it say? Tens. <laughs> See, they got it So right. we both look. Yeah, they totally did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That all was right. the best thing you did all night. Bestie. That was, that was wonderful. Thank you. Bestie. What does Olsef see? Do you look? I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> it says real bad. <laughs> <laughs> it says fluffy. Why? What? This is fluffy. Also, I didn't know you were illiterate. <laughs> Bestie, you're gonna be carrying my pet. Robar is okay. Is illiterate. Sure. <laughs> Not right now. Oh, okay. Don't touch my baby. Oh. All right. Does my rapier fit? Baby. In my pocket. No. What did you call Hillman? Bestie. Best oh, friend. Bestie. Bestie. That's the cover. I thought her name was Charlie. I I call her Bestie. Cause, cause it is not at all like Charlie. <laughs> it's like best friend. It's short. It, it's how they say it in the video. It is like a contraction. Yeah. Oh, I am using those now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would you say you couldn't before? I could not use them before, but, I have, <laughs> but now I am going to be practicing. In my role as Robar. Yeah? No. Now I will say, um, <clears throat> uh, Charlina, Charlina. What? I couldn't do this before. Couldn't do what before? The, the thing I couldn't do. <laughs> but I can now, before I couldn't. Is I would say Olsef I can. Is having like a data storyline growth here? I think so. Are you going to learn how to dance and get a cat? Where... <laughs> Jordy's like, Data, <laughs> you just used a contraction. Do you have, like, a daughter that you created, like, alone in a lab? I mean, we found one. No, I Are have you a mine. spot? <laughs> <sighs> but does my rapier fit in my pocket? In Nine's new name, there are two spots. Yes. Okay. Shouldn't you wear the rapier as like a show right. rapier? Isn't that I was like thinking that there was going to be. Mm-hmm. They would probably not let, take yeah. weapons away. I was thinking it was going to be like a cane that it could be inside. Because, oh. you know, cane swords are basically the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. So cool. It's so cool. I got one at the mall once. <laughs> 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 so, is everyone. Updated with the plan, we will be hanging out until the fireworks go off or we have to set them off. Yes. 
Hopefully One. cause a blackout and we escape into the night. The larger plan is if things go badly, we flee to the north where we heard the tunnels into the mines are. Yes. There is one suggestion I would make. Yeah. Okay. While we are in the servants' quarters, perhaps, watching the stairway to see when the voice is going down to the theater to perform, mm -hmm. that we do not go right up after we see the voice go down because it could be a, it could be a doppelganger or... What's or, a doppelganger? It's like a second voice. Yeah, a second voice, an imitator. It could be an imitator who is sent out ahead in case there is trouble. I would suggest that we actually wait until the performance is well underway. How long does the voice perform for? Forever. I never saw him as a solo act. Cause he sucks. Was he like a, I like to perform a long time kind of guy or like a, all right, I did one set, bye kind of guy. Depends on the audience and how much I like him. Oh, okay. So he usually plays a long time. Then has to pay the fines because it goes past the, the uh, sound limits. Sound limits? Yeah, sometimes I don't like it when you play till four o'clock in the morning. Oh. <sighs> At least in my personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> or four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I will have to give Themis an extra tip if he has to wait until four in the morning. Well, we can always set the fireworks off early. Well, that is true. As soon as we have the items, we can do that. If if needed. Mm-hmm. Ah, then we have alternatives within our plan. That is very good to have options. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I go stalk that shopkeep now? You can do that tomorrow. We don't, we don't have time. What do you mean? We have all morning. Well, he goes home at night. Oh. Do I have to be part of it? No, I guess not. Okay. So, Olsef, yeah. do you want to stalk someone with me? I will walk behind you at a respectful distance. I need you um, to, to recite in, in case the you get plan. In, in, in case you get into using, very serious trouble. Can you guys recite the plan using my cool names? No. No. I did not write it all down. But what I know is that we must sneak in. The well, troubadour's we will, folly. We will actually not sneak in. We will just simply walk in because we're fancy yeah, people. We're doing it. Well, it's called a troubadour's folly. Yeah, the troubadour's folly. Because we have backstage passes. Should I write these things down so I can repeat them to you? Yeah. I'm practicing my voice. This is like the most important part of a heist is having cool names for every step. So we will go in as fancy people, except that you won't. Unless I can. I'm gonna let you guys go first. But if I if if they're checking you thoroughly, mm -hmm. then I'll go in as a squirrel with all the stuff in the back. Okay. And then there is the second thing, which is the stalking leopard. The stalking leopard. Which is when we sneak over to the the Fervent Tech show. Yes. Where we pull a Fervent Farce. Farce. Which is to um, bypass security. Bypass, yes. This is why I go over these things. Make sure everyone's on task. Followed by. Hey, you lose focus in this game for one second. And you're being killed Follow by a dragon family. Followed by the thing where you make Glenvie fart. No, Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark first. We have to get eyes on Glenvie and hopefully the voice. Oh, that's right, because you cannot do anything until you have seen her. Yep. Then we do the... Then we do the ambassador's wife. Yes, which is you 
doing the most important part of the entire plan. The part that doesn't get us killed by two other dragon families, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a good thing. And then a dragon sword. Which is stealing the stuff. Stealing everything. That's that the best can. part. Yeah, that's the. this is the best part of the plan right here. First fart, then loot. Fart, then loot. That's what I always say. And then there's the running away part. The Cormarian goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do boom. A big boom, right? Well, then, well, actually, small boom, then big boom. Small boom, then big boom, boom. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know what to do with you guys. <laughs> if it is necessary to sneak something else in, um, I have a, I have another plan. As you may have oh, noticed, more plans. Yes, I have purchased all of these weird-looking items that you are wondering about. Uh, what? No, I was not thinking about that normal. at all. That's pretty normal for you. Whenever Actually, you go into a hardware store, I, and every I time you go into a house, you just set a fire. <laughs> I did not intend to buy the knitting needles, but why would you buy them? They're free. No, the ones that you got are free. I had to buy three in order to get one free, but then it turned out that the one was a one barrel of knitting needles. So how does that go into the plan? Did we throw them at someone? Well, I gave one of my knitting needles away. Um, I have two knitting needles left. I will just take them with me. You never know what will happen. Perhaps they will be very important. Anyway, I have bought this barrel with a spigot. Mm-hmm. And, and some of these things that are like called the balloons, they are expandable, leak-proof um, bladder sorts of things. So. We will fill the bladder with Chateau d'Ethanol, attach it to the spigot, okay, mm-hmm. leaving the rest of the barrel empty. In the emptiness of the barrel, we can put things that we wish to sneak in. Now, you will say, why would they let the barrel in? Why would they? Yeah, why they would, would they let, let the barrel in? They will let the barrel in because it is a rare, single barrel aged Chateau d'Ethanol. <laughs> <laughs> As we know, the Chateau d'Ethanol is the voice's favorite drink. So it's a present. It is a present for the voice. It is extremely rare to have single barrel aged Chateau d'Ethanol. Usually it? you get it. Yes, of course it is. Oh. Single barrel aged is always the rarest of liquors. Is it? Yes. Oh. And because of the way I have set this up, if there is some suspicion, I would say, this is extremely rare and it is a gift for the voice, but would you like to have a taste? I will say it, however, in Robar's voice. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But then they have it and then it will taste like shit. <laughs> yes. It <laughs> <laughs> may very well be that. Which, when it tastes like that, they will go, ah, this is amazing. It is single barrel aged Chateau d'Ethanol. It is very rare. Thus better than... <laughs> Yes, we all know that the difficulty in obtaining something, the rarity of something, increases its quality. Well, it increases its desirability. I say in Robar's voice, it increases its (laughs) it increases its desirability, not necessarily its quality. It's like, have you ever seen a runway show, a fashion runway show? No. no of course, we have not seen that sort of thing. But, <laughs> I mean, we, we, haven't, uh, we haven't seen that sort of thing. But if we had, you would say, all of those outfits are hideous. But people will spend immense amounts of money buying them because they are rare 
Olsef is so much more cultured than I originally believed. I'm not We've sure where Olsef like, got these ideas. <laughs> but I, I, we um, were on the boat with a captain for a long time. With the captain, time. yes. I guess, you know, you it were having these off. conversations. You know, I, I wasn't true. interested in all of those things at all, but I did pick some things up, and I think it'll come in handy now that I am Rabar, the adamantine mine owner. So, anyway, what do you think of that plan? It seems pretty good. We'll yeah. see if we need to do it. Yeah. When we get to the gate. Yeah. We'll send nines in first so we can observe their security. Yeah. That's a great plan. Let's do it. Execute. Yeah. We have to wait and, like 24 hours. And oh. we'll go with nines. I mean... What? We'll go... Because, <laughs> oh, oh, because of the really? symbol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And because uh, is... Yeah. Assistant. <laughs> Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Picking a nonverbal name is so working that's out very well so, so far. And Hillwin will not go in. Excuse me. Hillwin won't go in. Until it's with me. Until until they're with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you will call Hillwin Bestie. That's what I call Hillwin, yeah. Even though their name is Shirley. Yeah. It's an it's like a nickname. No. Should it's I, like calling nines nines when I, it's secretly something else apparently. Should I call should I call them Shirley or no, I cannot call I can't. <laughs> I can't call them bestie no. because they're not. They're my bestie. Stay the hell away. Yes. So I'll say <clears throat> Shirley. I'm not Shirley. I know, I am practicing. Okay. No, I'm practicing. <laughs> this is not going to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> We've already failed. <laughs> We're gonna die. All right. So everyone have the plan? Yes. Mm -hmm. You have a weird stalker thing to do. Yeah, I want to go stalk someone now. Yeah. Okay. You want to go stalk someone now? Yeah, Wait. This... Can we not stalk someone? I'm going to observe. You're someone. going to investigate <laughs> the mysterious clothes. I'm going dealer. to privately investigate someone. I'm going to follow. I'm right. going to it's follow... It's not creepy if he pays himself. <laughs> are you still nines at this point? Or yes, just... we're still nines. Okay, I can call you you who are nines. <sighs> yes, Olsef, let's go find uh, this creep that sold us very nice clothing. Well, I will follow much behind you at a respectful distance to watch over you in case you get into serious trouble. What are the odds of that happening? Oh, I'm sure very Anyway, well. we, find, we go back to that clothing shop. Okay, I'm going to... Is it to still it. open? Uh, at this point, it looks to be just closing. Is the shopkeep wasn't it? Shop you saying? Damien. Yes, is Damien locking up? Or is he inside just locking the door? It looks to be that way, yeah. The second one? Yeah, he's inside, locking the door. Where does he go? After he locks the door? Yeah. Uh, he goes into the back room and. Is it? The, the place where. It just disappears? Yeah. What's behind the building? An alleyway. Anything interesting about it? Doesn't seem to be. Is the door unlocked? To the door to the shop? Yeah. No, it's locked. You, you did watch him lock it, so... No. Yeah, locked. but it's like a back door, right? Or is there no back door in the alley? There's a back door. Do you like that one? It's locked as well. I've watched Zoria unlock doors before. I'm going to try to open it. Okay. 
Do you have tools? I have a crowbar. Just <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're trying to lockpick, or are you trying to force we'll, the door? We'll try to lockpick. Okay, what are you using as an implement? Claw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just tickle and tickle. Rolled an eight. Use a dexterity modifier. It'd be a ten. Assuming you're definitely feeling that there's that a there's lock. things <laughs> back there. So you who are nines, yes. How are things going? That's well. Huh. We should have brought Zoria with me. She's good at breaking into places. Yeah. Is there a window? Yes. Is there a window? I mean, yeah, you, you know that there's many windows. Out in the front. In the, front. in the back, though. In the back? No, there's no windows in the back. Hmm. You think we should just break in? I'm not breaking in. I'm watching you at a respectful distance. <laughs> well, if I break in, will you come in to save me? If you get into serious trouble, yes. <laughs> if you just get into mild to moderate trouble, why don't, not. Why don't you ask Coramonth to pick the lock? Did he follow us? He said he was going to go with you. Wait, or did he then say, no, I'm not, later? He talked about it, and then once we said... Uh, Mysterious black portal. Yeah, he he did say, never mind, I don't want to know. That's right. Which I think he'd be very interested in. Uh, well, there's interest and then there's tempting fate. I can't believe you guys don't just want to tempt fate. Well, Nines isn't going to break and enter, so I'm going to... Sulk away because I don't think he's gonna. Do you see a pie anywhere? Do I smell a pie? <laughs> roll a. Roll a d12. We don't use d12s enough. Mm -hmm. There's no like d12 based system. You have to find it. Yeah, like. That's a that looks right. Eight. You smell a meat pie. Let me go steal it. Big boy crime. Okay. Big boy crime. The pie in question, as you follow your nose to the resident. As he float off the ground, as he follows the smell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, we know how. And uh, also just follows along. At a respectful distance. At a respectful distance. As you reach the residence that has made the meat pie, see that the meat pie is still in the oven. The most dangerous game. <laughs> yep, still don't have watch on. <laughs> <laughs> does it smell like it's close to being finished? Oh yes, it does. I'm going to hide in a bush. I assume there's a bush nearby. Sure, sure there's a bush. How long do you want to wait? All night if 20 I... 20 minutes. Okay. Because if the pie doesn't come out, they're just going to set it... It's just going to catch on fire. Also, if are you hiding... You wait your... 20 minutes, and... The person hasn't taken the pie out. Does it smell like it's burning? Yes, it does. It smells like it's starting to burn. I knock on the door. Someone comes to the door. Who is it? Pie inspector! 
I inspect that. That's, it smells like pie is burning. Oh, okay. I will let you in to see my pie. Grandma, please stop. No, no, no. Who is it? <laughs> pie inspector. Go away. What do you? Oh God, the pie is burning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why I said pie inspector. It's a little singed on the... Why am I talking to you? Because I'm Pie Inspector! He was just trying to help. <laughs> sure, he's a very good young man. Thank you for saving our pie. It's common courtesy to give the Pie Inspector some of the pie he saved. You're not a real Pie Inspector, but thank <laughs> you for telling us that the pie was burning. I appreciate that. I really think you should give me some pie as I get <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> How many times can you cast a right. three? Three times? Okay. You can't see these people. Does that factor uh, in? Because they're talking behind the door. I can magically influence a creature. Uh, it does say I can see within the range that I can hear. Is there a window nearby? Okay, well, there is a window in the kitchen where you were smelling the pie through. Can I see them? Sure. You can see them through there. Okay. Casting suggestion. On which one? To get a one? piece of meat pie. Are you casting on the grandmother or the non-grandmother? Who's the one I... It really doesn't matter. Well, the grandmother was letting the, you in. No, no one let me in. <laughs> she was going to let me in. Well, yeah. So who's your target? It is the guy who took the pie out. Okay. What were you trying to convince him to do? Just give you a piece of pie? That's yeah. it? I'm the pie inspector. That's the, that's the cost of pie inspecting. <laughs> pie tax. All right, just go. I'll, I'll set it on the window. It's on a big old rag. Just take it. <laughs> I even get like. They not Are have you paper wearing your really fancy clothes while you're doing? Uh, yeah. No, I didn't put those on. Okay. I just shoved crowbars into it. <laughs> well, I take the meat pie, and right. scurry off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you <laughs> like pizza rat. <laughs> pie rat strikes again. You are a nine. Pie cat. <laughs> Did you fulfill your pie desire? Ah, good. So shall we head back to... <laughs> sucking on the rag. <laughs> shall we head back to the, the warehouse then? Yeah, after we go by that shop again. Okay, so you're heading <laughs> back to the shop. Right? Just a quick peek. Okay, so... Like, I could, sure. I could smell the pie. It couldn't have been that far away. Sure. You, you go back around to the shop. Looks the same as before. Oh, okay, then I leave. Okay. So when we get back, uh, mm -hmm. can I say what I've been doing this whole time? Sure. No, you didn't sure. do anything important like steal a pie. I've been trying Piece to do pie. my best to determine what this needle does, the sewing needle. Okay. Or not sewing needle, knitting needle. Okay. Using, I guess, my arcana skill. Okay. Um, roll, roll an arcana check. Guidance. 
Um, 25. You're fairly certain that the purpose of this needle is to ensure that it never snags So it never accidentally pulls the yarn. Great. Thank you. Does it only work when you're knitting? Or does it never snag anything? Do you think the purpose is probably for <laughs> knitting, but you suspect that it might apply more broadly? that it is incapable of snagging things. Great. Okay. That's what I did during however long they were out. So? They were out for about 45 minutes. When we get back, I go, you who are the keeper of the inn. We're in a warehouse. Yeah, we're in a warehouse. We who are, <laughs> there's no one here. Oh. Yeah. How are we gonna have our midnight brunch? I can cook. We can make raw ingredients. We have to make our own midnight brunch. I cook for you guys like constantly. Okay. And then not enough. What? You, you, I was always hungry. <laughs> you never told me. We only it's always had, implied. We had three breakfasts. Tell us when it's and midnight. And no lunch. <laughs> and no dinner. We're having tell midnight. I'm, <laughs> I'm at a net <laughs> negative for meals. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell us when it is 1140. It's 1140. Okay. You who are nines and Zoria, yeah. in preparation for our adventure tomorrow, should we celebrate with a namesake meal? No, why don't we just have a midnight brunch like we're called? That's, that's a great name. Ah, okay. We don't need a namesake meal. Thank you. Sausage! <laughs> How do you like it? <laughs> I make everyone Monte Cristos. The best meal. Mm. These are very good very Monte good Cristos. Uh -huh. No, I meant the play. <laughs> yes. Nines, could you pour us some meat from your barrel? Fine. We all get drunk off a single cup of meat. Cup of meat. <laughs> and there's not enough for all five of us. Yes, there is. I thought it only, no, only does four. four. Oh. Here you go, Helen. Oh, I don't actually drink. Oh. Mm. Month, would you care to join us? Mm, sure. It's always a good idea to have a toast together before the night of the heist. Ah. Yeah, it's good. It's important to have a hangover when you're trying to do precision. It's one mead! <laughs> <laughs> and I poured a lot of Chateau ethanol in. How are you getting the Chateau d'Ethanol I keep in my bag? I just rummage through it! <laughs> you're not always paying attention! Every once in a while. Clink, clink, clink. Reaching around trying to find spare bottles of Chateau d'Ethanol. You mean a, a uh, cat paw with a human thumb just floats by? <laughs> trying to reach into the bag. Not for anything useful or important, but a bottle of Chateau d'Ethanol. Precisely. Um, so before we turn in, I want to do mm -hmm. some fervent tech learning. Okay, go ahead. Um... <laughs> 23, uh, not great. 
I'm going to do work on my ancient changeling language. Go ahead. Fifteen. Nines, what are you, are, are you working on something today? Yeah, back to the zipper. Back to the zipper. Seven. Oh. <laughs> oh. Bang. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Are you playing that nines of phone? There's, no, there's not a lot of learning going on <laughs> over with nines. Okay. As you close this evening, the last night before the heist. the heist, we will call the session there. And our next session shall be the heist itself. So, everyone, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week with well I'm not sure how it's going to turn out this is more of a plan than they usually put together so it's so, a plan <laughs> yeah. it, it is a plan uh, I'm excited I'm excited to see how this turns out I'm excited to see how we die there's a, there's a lot of moving parts going on there's a lot of things that can happen a lot of unaccounted for things like the voice not knowing knowing that someone duped him into that hanging out off. with Charna. There's <laughs> some guy named the Forge that's there. Yeah. Yeah. A whole bunch of lying to Tablafen. <laughs> All sorts of uh, yeah. There, unaccounted there is a lot. for things. Yeah. And some relatively delicate Fervitech uh, operations. And uh, you guys are going to be stewing on this for a while because our recording next week, we are actually off of recording. Uh, that's irrelevant to the broadcasting schedule, but you guys are going to have to sit and stew on this for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So the, I, I love leaving you all in um, this mode of like, what the hell's going to happen? I got to do that going into episode 50 when you weren't sure what happened on the boat. Mm. I love these little cliffhangers. cliffhangers for us as a party. Even if it doesn't always turn into a real cliffhanger for folks watching and ear watching, um, I, I love it when you guys get to sit and stew on it for a couple weeks. So, uh, thanks for watching everyone. I hope you're doing all right. I hope you're enjoying your summer. It's too been, hot. Um, it's been getting warm, and when we recorded this, man, we had like a big old windstorm, so our yard is just covered in crap right now. All sorts of broken branches and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just two days after you cleaned it. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, thanks again, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Stay safe. We love you. Bye. <laughs>